Alright, what's up guys? It's the Shetler Show. We're back. Sorry for the little break. Uh, our last guest was Steve Rodriguez, and I feel like we haven't done a podcast in a little while. It's been a while, huh? It's been a couple weeks. It's been a snowstorm, a couple Celtics wins in between. Yeah. Um, a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, that's true. We weren't in it, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Well, I just heard there was a Super Bowl. I didn't... Yeah, you didn't watch it. Alright, so today's guest is Craig Paiva, founder of No Problemo Taqueria yeah. Restaurant. Um... I'm going to get into some of the commercials right now to get them out of the way. First off is Olo Clip. I know if you've watched the show before, you know all about them. But if you have, haven't, here it is. It's an iPhone accessory. It's three lenses in one. So you got your wide angle, you got a macro, and you got your fisheye. Can I get one? You can if you have an iPhone 5 because that's all I have right now. Mm. I might be getting some more 4s. i got to ask Kent, see if I can get some more. Um, but it's basically, a model you down. just it should be easy to get. Yeah, it's a model down. Yeah, yeah. I get the model. Sure. I get the model down. Basically, what you do is you just slide it on your phone, bada bing, bada boom, and now you got a fisheye. So if you're filming, you're skating, and you want to get it, get your fisheye. Do you have one? Droid. He's got a droid. Droids are in the <laughs> droid. Lane. You know, I honestly thought that all these were the same. I thought like all phones were all like. Smartphones were just like a thing, then all there was one big company. I yeah, you're idea. like they don't flip. No, I thought they were. I thought they were like. I thought it was all Apple. And I didn't know that they were like different companies, like Droid and different kinds of phones. But you can still get Verizon on a Droid. Yeah, I didn't know that shit either until I realized Apple, and then I just stuck with it. Um, Solstice is another sponsor. We're all wearing Solstice today because we all rep it because it's awesome. Um, and Jay doesn't charge us for it. Yeah, and Jay's <laughs> Jay's awesome. <laughs> um, Jay should have been here. Yeah, I know. Jay, you're blowing they, it. You know what? No, he's not He's not blowing it. No, he's though. blatantly blowing it. Jay is No, he doesn't want to... He's not a talker. He's never been a talker. Since yeah, we were he talks little, enough we when it's guys, me and him. Huh? He talks when it's just us hanging out. That's because... That's because it's like intimate. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, never get intimate with it. It was intimate. Not intimate in like that kind of way, but <laughs> This is intimate. intimate. This is Three people right is now. intimate. This is three-way. <laughs> Menage a trois. All right, um, so we got... Oh, another sponsor is World Industry Skateboards. Um, my mid-top just came out. Super hyped. Have you seen it yet? No. Black and yellow. Bruins, Bruins. colors. Yep. Bruins. They're actually just hitting shops now. I think Solstice will be getting them soon, so check them out. <laughs> Are you going to do the blushing? Sorry, dude. Are you going to do sneeze a on your arm? Yeah. Oh, oh, the uh, armpit thing. The that's, o- the new, pit. that's the new Obama way of Obama taught us, right? That's the new way of The president taught everyone how to Well, just sneeze. like the Dewey Decimal System, everything changes. So like, when you're a kid... <laughs> I they're like, like my, I was taught to sneeze sense. like this. Like, yeah. like you know, I'll cover your face like and that when you shake. Sneeze. And then you shake somebody's hand and then he guesses you're cold and stuff like that. But hey, now it's know. a new way of it's a new way of sneezing. Um Pi was teaching us about sneezing today. No, I was taught about sneezing. <laughs> Alright, um teacher. another sponsor is All I Need Apparel. Got the snapback on. Hooked up Piva today. I got the hat. He's got it up over there. I figured we were rocking Um, the Solstice gear. Yeah, true. Um, Alliteneedskate.com. Check out the product. Um, Google uh, or YouTube Corey Goonan, myself, or Billy Drown, or John McCoy, or Jacob Hammond. Check out some of the footage. I call John McCoy McCoy Fish. McCoy Fish. (laughs) Do you? Or McCoyza. That should be In Portuguese, Coyza is like thingy. So I call him McCoyza. (laughs) Hey, McCoyza. McCoyfish should be his Instagram handle. Yeah, McCoyfish and McCoyza. Um, and we also have one more sponsor. We got a new sponsor, um, Focus Skate Mag. It's an East Coast skateboard mag. 
Um, we got a whole bunch of issues. This was cool. I thought this was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's like the video game, Skate right? Or die, yeah. it's, not Skate like, or die. it's not like the video game. It, it is. is the video game. Yeah, it's Skate, Skate or, die. or Die, yeah. Mixed in with a ripper, I mean, with a old bone stuff. I mean, that's like nostalgia was, runs through and through, man. That's right up my alley. Was that, um, was that video game on Nintendo? Regular Nintendo. It was, huh? Yeah, it was OG. When I, when I was younger, I would, like, rent this. So, like, you know, you can buy, like, download things on your iPhone and stuff and play video games any day. So there was a rental place in my town, in Asona, where you grew up a little bit. Yeah. And in Asona, we would rent video games, and we'd rent uh, Skate or Die, and I'd have whole contests. So there was, like, the practice series, and I'd have whole contests. Damn, And sick. I'd sit there in my room in the wintertime and play, like, Christian Assault, Lance Mountain, like, all my favorite skaters. And I would really try hard for every one of them, because I wanted every one of them to win. And I would just, like, try to do all these tricks and stuff like that, and it was the best. And, I, and they never had the video game to rent. Damn. So, because I had to rent it, you know what I mean? It was like three or four bucks a day, and they never had it because it was always like three or four skaters in the town. They would always try to rent it too, so I'd have to, you know, yeah, we'd like all, we were basically everybody was mixed. There was like five of my friends. We were all renting Skater Die. You should have wrote at different like, times. something on the back of the cartridge so when they rented yeah. it. Oh, no, you didn't have to because there was nobody in the, You know, you lived in the sun. There's nobody in that town. Yeah. Especially you like knew in, who yeah, had it. In the 90s, time. yeah. Like, I knew Eric had it, or I knew Ben <laughs> had it. I knew one of my buddies had it. Going over his house? Yeah, yeah. And man, I, that was so much fun. I talked about that the other day about loving to contest and making my whole contest. Hell awesome. yeah. I used to love uh, Bubble Bobble for regular Oh, Nintendo. Bubble Bobble 2. No, no get out of it. Dude, Bubble Bobble Sequels two. are never better. I have no First idea what you guys are talking about. No? No. It's dude, little dinosaurs like... and they blow bubbles and like you have to capture the dude in a bubble and then you have to jump on the bubble to no. kill him. No. It's awesome, dude. And it's just like... It was just one screen, yeah, and you had to, like, like, beat all the dudes, and then the screen would slide up to the next level and shit. That no? sounds like Donkey Kong to me. Yeah, it's the same it's idea, like that basically. It's like, the, yeah, except for your Donkey Kong has a guy that blows bubbles, and my Donkey Kong is yeah. an awesome monkey that throws barrels. Yeah, it's not as cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so for those of you out there who don't know, I know a lot of you on the East Coast know, but Paiva was born an awesome guy. He came straight out an awesome guy. I think so. Yeah, and... Uh, he was a skateboarder, started skateboarding, Early. and then he got into uh, opening a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. at that. So uh, I wanted you to describe No Problemo to the people out there that have never been there. Uh, well, like originally, you know, we originally started off and it was kind of like a, a joke and it was just really the food itself. Like people think that we're just like, you know, I'm, I'm just some like skate rat kid that doesn't like food. But, you know, like I really wanted it to be like like street food, like taqueria style. When you said taqueria, like I wanted it, I didn't want to do like enchiladas and big plates and stuff like that. I wanted it to be like fast and... Well, it originally and, and started quick. with just yeah, one small. Little, small it was supposed part. to be like just takeout. You know what I mean? Like originally yeah. we'd just take out, sit down and have tacos and then it kind of became, um, it really became uh, like a restaurant out of necessity because we ran out of room. Yeah. Are you moving that thing? Well, that's a good thing then if you ran out of room because... People want to sit. Yeah, you know there's what I mean? more so people. Then all of a sudden, now, now I do some plates, but for the most part, I keep it like street taco style, yeah. you know? It still, San, holds, San it still has that feel to me when I go there. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, still like... casual. Quick, casual, casual. easy. Yeah. But you also have the bar now and you have, you know, the sit-down area as well. Um... So let's get into it. What what uh let's get right into it. What inspired you to go from like Well, let's let's start let's start with how you got into skateboarding first. Let's start back. at the beginning. Yeah, how did you get into skateboarding? What was the first time you it got It was in? I mean, it was at an awesome time because it was when like nobody skated. So like for to find like a small kid, like I found a lot of young kids in the in the 80s that were like in the country in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I found a magazine. My I, my best friend growing up on the street 
his cousin was from Florida and his parents died in a plane accident when they were younger and they came he came up here to live yeah so here we are like 1982 83 you know, I'm living in a sauna um, it's wicked there were cows back then oh, man, you hear my duck quacking that's my duck quacking over there on my phone do you, do you want to return it no I don't need it do you want to go shut yeah. it off you guys just banter listen while Anthony goes and does this can we talk about Anthony for a minute no he's a piece of shit no he's a good guy just shut it off just shut it off alright it was uh, this guy, he, his parents died, and he moved to Asona, and it was like a real small, crappy town, you know, like, it was like, you know what it's oh, like. Oh, I know, I, I, mean, I lived like in Asona for a little yeah, while. Yeah, but even picture it, like, way more hick, like, real cows next door. Yeah. You know, my best friends owned a farm, and that's where this kid came to stay, and he had a Christian Asoy, and he had skateboard magazines and, and Playboys. So this kid and, was cool yeah, shit. Yeah, no, he, he was pretty cool, <laughs> I mean, back then, he, you know, like, he yeah, was, like, Playboy. from Florida. Well, he was from Florida, so, like, people up north, you know what I mean, like... Didn't really know what skateboarding was, you know what I mean? It's a cold time. Everybody thought at that point that it was a California thing. And he had Playboys and skateboard magazines. I used to sneak into his room and look at the skateboard magazines. I was like such a nerd, like, and I was just sure, mesmerized. The skateboard magazines. No, I swear, sure, I was just I was sure. mesmerized by it. Like he was just like drawn to it because it was it was just nothing to do out in a sonnet. I mean, yeah. especially back then, there was nothing to do. You know, I couldn't afford a dirt bike. So that was how, you know what I mean? I liked fishing. I used to fish all the time. Hell yeah. But eventually, like, you know, you just start growing up in the teenage years. And, like, I just instantly, it was like I was drawn to that. And then, like, around that time, Back to the Future came out with skateboarding and Hell stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I need a skateboard. I actually found my first skateboard in the woods. It was an old, like, wooden, I mean, an old uh, plastic, red plastic job. So it was like a banana type thing? Like a banana board, yeah, and it was like in the woods, and there's like, there's a, you know what um, skunk cabbage is? Uh, it's like a, a wild looking cabbage look in the, in the, it grows a lot in a soda in the swampland. Do you smell it? And it, it smells like Can a skunk. No, 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 you no, can't no. smoke it. It smells <laughs> like a skunk, though. It stinks. Really? Weird. And there was this little patch next to my house, it was all skunk cabbage. And like, somebody threw the skate, I think my cousin next door threw it in the woods, and I went and like got it out, and it was like, it was awful, but then my grandmother bought me one at a yard sale, and then I got like a brand new, like cheap one, hey. and then eventually, like years later. So man, you I had nothing always... but like Walmart ones until until like 1986. What was your first original? 1986? Yeah, first... about 1986 is when I really like it all like started like coming together. Like I had got a fat skateboard that had this, it had a sticker on it, it had like something like this, like Sick. a bone sticker. Hey. But it was the you know, and, and it was was it a real skateboard? It wasn't. That wasn't a real skateboard. I don't think, but it was spray painted. It kind of looked like a skateboard. Hey. It, look, it looked like a skateboard that was like better than the one I was using. So that was, that was like my first one. And then I talked to my dad into getting one. I was just telling Ramsey that story at Christmas that I was like, my dad gave me a hundred bucks and he was like, he got a little dinged up like most parents do at Christmas time. And he would just, <laughs> I was like, he's like, what are you going to spend with your money? And I was like, oh, I'm going to, I really want a skateboard. My best friend had just gotten an awesome skateboard. So we were, we were going for it and I talked him into it. And then like the next day when he brought me to the shop and it was like $170, like I blew my limit by like 78 bucks. Damn, it was that expensive. And, well, it was like, then? you had to get rails and like oh, yeah, copers and I mean everything. Yeah. You had way more accessories back then, you know, and, and you needed them because yeah. you would never buy that much money. I mean, 50 bucks in like 1985, 86 was like a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you would never buy that and not protect it, you know, so yeah. you got rails and everything. And then, uh, and then the next day, like when I went over my limit, like I remember like he, he brought it up all the time. Like, Hey, you still owe me that 75 bucks. You still owe me that 75 bucks. Like he, oh, forever, forever. You was know? your first board, was it like a normal shape or was, yeah, it, it, was like old... old 80s, it was like an old eighties, it was eighties, eighties stuff. So I mean, that... that was normal shape though back then. It, it was like a popsicle. fucking wider and skinny. Yeah. It was wide, big, huge. It was a Mike McGill. It was a Mike McGill Powell. It was, oh, right, it was right. awesome. And it was awesome. So, and then after that, it was, that was it. Like everybody else, like. You know, I don't know how kids get into skating these days or if they have the same feeling. Like, I know my son skates, and I don't, I know, 
you know, I want, I've always wanted him to have like that passion for it. Like that, like that love for it. Like that, like you find it, I you see. know, but since everybody, since it's right there, you know what I mean? I don't know if kids find it anymore. Like it's yeah. just there already. You don't yeah. have to find something that's already there. Yeah. So to find it was like just passion. Then it was skating and going traveling and then coming to New Bedford because it was like the city. Yeah. And then that's where like the whole, all the homies met. Cause this was like the city and this was where how did because like, like that was like the 90s like early 90s 91 92 we'd start coming in here and skating like downtown yeah right next to where we have like our shops now like next to where solstice and no prob is and everywhere is it's like it's right right there downtown man we started skating there i don't know how many years ago and then from there it was and all this time i worked in restaurants yeah so that's how like the restaurant what, like started. bus boy or something 14 years old i worked in a sauna in a small breakfast restaurant for yeah. three years three years i used to like wash this kitchen the, the cooks would just be like See you later. Two o'clock. I'd get off the bus. They go, all right. See you later. They put down their spatulas. They walk away, and I'd clean everything. Damn, you're that. And guy. it was like ten bucks. Yeah, I was that guy. <laughs> I was that guy happy too because it was like, I was getting fifteen, twenty bucks a week. Who's that guy and now like, at your restaurant? Skunk. Skunk. Right no, there isn't. Dude. There isn't anyway. We clean our own stuff because like I don't want some twelve. Uh, I was fourteen at the time. I don't like. I don't know how good of a job that I do, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it was shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't believe they let me cut. The, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, it's hard enough getting older people to like work well these yeah. days everybody always thinks that just because they didn't just because they didn't do it well but everybody like that's how like the mentality is these days yeah. hey i did it i mean it's done it's not done well yeah, but yeah, it's do done it. you know what i mean like it looks like shit but it's done you know um pi uh pi ramsey you got a question on instagram let's break into a question i read some of them i know we got a few so definitely some funny ones one of, one of them was about a dishwasher. How did you meet yeah. Jay, actually? Hold on. Well, how, did, how did you meet Jay? That was in New Bedford. It was just coming to New Bedford. We used to go like, punk rock shows, hardcore shows. Were you there for come. the beginning of Solstice? Like, when it was yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that was, whole... that was all from, uh, that was all from, like, the early, I don't know, like, if it was, it was, like, after high school. We all really hung out in high school a lot, and then after high school, we weren't doing anything, so we started traveling, and Jay was always, it was always me, Jay. Uh, Grandison, Grandison Tabor, yeah. um, my buddy Ryan, and uh, my buddy Emmett, Emmett Bennett. Where's Ryan? Ryan's doing carpentry right now somewhere down in Plymouth. Oh, okay. Uh, probably ripping out his hair and like getting super bummed at uh, <laughs> something that like somebody's telling him. He's just probably like, all right, whatever. He told me he was doing a job right now that was just like driving him nuts. Like, oh, I see. It's just like a, a nightmare. Like everything that, he goes everything. He's like the whole thing. He's like, they go into work, they don't know what they're going to get into. Yeah. And it's like carpentry, you know? But he likes to do that stuff. Ryan's awesome. Emmett's doing carpentry. They're all doing carpentry. The Saudi. Grandison, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Emmett, no, Emmett lives out in uh, Rochester. Oh, yeah, he moved. But we all went on a trip and we kind of like. That it just kind of that was the crew. Yeah, we started doing like making stickers about the crew, which was like the Force Five and and all that. That was one of the things somebody asked about like, the yeah. Force Five days. Well, I'll answer that question right now. Ask, ask yeah, me the question, and I'll just uh, answer it. McCoy Fish. That's Cra the craziest yeah. story from the Force Five. The craziest story of the Force Five was actually forming, like like actually coming together on that was really just a cold crew. on a really cold day. And the five of us and Ryan Harrington's Mazda protege, my buddy Ryan's Mazda. Drove to Florida for two weeks. Like, what were we thinking about two weeks too in Florida? Like, it sucks <laughs> down there, you know. Like, but we were so psyched. Like, we took two weeks off of work. I was I was working at like a convenience store slash deli. I don't know where the hell we were all working. And we got into Ryan's little car and we drove all the way down to Florida. Like, like tight, tight, tight. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was worse. Just sleeping when everybody sleeps on one side, and then everybody moves to the other side. We got down there. We needed to get tires and. We just went down there and skated and filmed. I got I had gotten a video camera. My father passed away when I was in high school and left me like a wicked little bit of money. But with that money, I bought an old high eight, Big which was no, no, no. It wasn't that. I mean, it was a high eight. You know, it was like oh, a little exactly. eight millimeter, a little tapes. You know, 
That was a hell of a lot better than the VHS, so we did... I had the video camera. I was like the filmer. That's fucking funny. I was the filmer, man. <laughs> you were yeah, both? I had... I was... I was. I, I would like to think of myself as... You were the... Yeah, I don't know. Not quite a Bob, because like I wouldn't not skate either. Like I'd be like... Revving up the camera and I'd give it to whoever was around like, here, film this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I bought the video camera, honestly, for me. Because I was trying... I wanted to get sponsored, like, more than anything. Like, I wanted to film. I wanted to film everything, you know? Like, there were a lot of times... And, like, and I even, not even hate to say it, but when I would skate, I remember, like, not holding back on doing a trick. Being like, okay, like, because always... You know the first one's always the best? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not wanting to blow the first one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> having to try it over and over again and just not feeling it. Like, I'd always, like, stop. And I would, I would hate, like, trying stuff without getting something out of it like even my friends like i was like oh, who do you want to mess up like i wouldn't want to miss a fall yeah, yeah you know like how oh, something <laughs> funny could happen like somebody quit film i have hours and hours and hours of tape damn we have to go through this hours of tape i don't think we could vhs i don't know no it's all high eight. oh high eight. Eight. Right. Eight, it's yeah. the good stuff man this was this wasn't the 70s this i don't was like know i just like 1997 or something dinosaurs and he's shit. thinking of cracking the thing off <laughs> this is 97 man this is still, this is like back. skateboards were still skinny you know what i mean like Seven like, five, yeah, seven man, five. people did kickflips way more than they did than, than like back in the day. You know, like people were doing tricks. How, how so that you... was like the '90s, and then through that, like it went from Force Five, and then we were thinking about doing like a wheel company called Forced. And then I think the guys from Zorlax started doing something like that. So I can't remember what happened. We just kind of we were all living together, skating, and then one day Grandison and Jay came into the house where we were all like hanging out at, and some of us were living at, and said, "Hey, we're gonna go for a ride or something." We went downtown. And they had, there was solstice. See. You know? So, like, to answer John's question, the craziest story was just driving down to Florida, not really, back. really young without any money. How long and we used to do that all the time. straight through? Did you stop we went, straight, we went straight through. We were all excited, too. We got to Jacksonville. We were like, yeah, no, Tampa, yeah. here we come. Like, four hours <laughs> yeah. later. Uh, four hours later. It was like that. to Florida, yeah. and you're like, Fuck. It was like that scene in uh, uh, Swingers where they're like, Vegas, baby. We're like, Tampa, yeah, we got in the car. We're all. <laughs> like, dude, where the fuck are we, man? This is like we've been driving in, uh, you know, down these Florida roads for three hours, and we're in the same. We're still 106 miles away. You know, it's not what people think. No, it's no. Not. When you hit that Jacksonville border, you're like, oh man, this was a breeze. You don't realize you got another four or five hours yeah. to go. Heaven forbid if you want to go to Miami. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I used that's to live in Brooklyn. It's like uh, still 15 hours down. Yep. How yeah. did you end up uh, getting sponsored by Torque? Well, that was just going back to, like, filming everything. Yeah. You know, nobody even knows. Like, it was, like, Thomas Taylor, who started that company, was... Grant Taylor's father. Grant right? Taylor's yeah. dad. And, like, I saw... You know, we got to see Grant, like, really, really young. I remember going down there. And it was really, like... Man, I sent out three Swanson videos every fucking week. Uh, every week. I, like, I would tape them over videos, like, movies. So, it was, like, my shtick. Like, I figured, like, that... I would send them the video, and then they'd get to watch Friday a Green in the Cube. <laughs> or ET. And that was, like my, that was my thing. Yeah, I would just tape over the, the little nubs, record, like, the three or four minutes of whatever I had, you know what I mean? And then I would send them out, and I would pick, like, three companies, like, a wicked awesome company, a kind of good company, and, like, the worst company out there, and see what, see happens. what happens. Just see what happens. Dude, man, like, I wanted it so bad, you know? Like, nobody... Well, that's why I look at, like, young kids these days, and I see how lazy they are. I'm just like not making anything happen yeah. like I was never really that talented but I wanted it so I tried yeah you know what I mean I tried I tried I had like I had balls so like I would not mind getting hurt yeah you know so it wasn't so like I tried really really hard and it was just I think I called him if I know me like I probably called Thomas 40 times a week 
like, hey, you get to tape. Like, that was me. My phone bill was, like, through the roof. From You're like, how, how was, uh, how was uh, E.T.? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hey, watched so, the footage hey, and then you watched footy and then, you know, Friday, <laughs> man, right? Uh, I think, like, I tried. In high school, I mean, I started probably really trying around high school. Yeah. But I remember telling my eighth grade uh, guidance counselor that I was going to try to be a pro skateboarder. And he was like, nobody can do that. He's like, people yeah. don't become pro skateboarders. Is that you? you? Mm-hmm. Is that mine all the way over there? It's not quacking now, though. Yeah, we yeah, just got vibrating. You shut the thing off. People call me all, all day good. long. I'm sorry, man. People it's call all me all day long. Um, text messages and this, that, and the other thing. To go back but to... But that was it. It was the eighth grade. He told me that. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want to be a pro skateboarder. And he was like, you're crazy. Nobody's that way. And I'd say, Fred Smith was from around here. He's like, people from New England don't become pro skateboarders. You got his boards up. And I said, yeah, and that's why. Because he was like my... He was the one that, like, wow, I can really do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, somebody did it. So if one person did yeah. it, there's no reason why nobody else can do it. It wasn't like, like, now with you and, like, Nick and Brandon and, and so Kids many people. Kids can see it now, yeah. You know, Man like, being from, New, yeah, being from, like, New England and being a pro skateboarder is, like, it's common common ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people like East Coast skateboarders in particular because the footage looks awesome. It's a rough old place. You know what I mean? And we're still kind of so, like a dime a dozen because yeah. you go to California and it's They're saturated. Yeah, Here yeah, it's yeah. like you got a handful. A handful, yeah. And even that seems like a lot, you know? Yeah. But like, so that was like the eighth grade. So like I went out to California when I was in high school and like tried. I was like staying with people out there and I was just trying. And basically I bet you it was me calling Thomas Taylor a bunch of times and constantly sending video footage. Uh, I sent video footage to that dude for like a year. And, at, that, at that same time, do you remember Good Time Skateboard? Yeah, hell yeah. At that same time, Greg Heidler, not Greg Heidler, Greg Witt. Greg Witt was like a vert guy and he was like good times and graphics bonds and skateboards were like in the same warehouse and they sent me a sick package. He liked my stuff and Mike Manzuri called me back about Damn, ATM Click. So like it was like Mike Mike Manzuri though it was right around the time when they were like leaving ATM Click. He probably like, didn't like the filming. Well, no, no, no. He liked it. He liked it because it was all like raw. Like it might, I made my video in black and white too which I thought oh, was sick. pretty cool. Yeah. So he liked it because it was like a bunch of war eyes. By, by that point it was like East Coast, Ricky Ayolo, fucking Wally, everything. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Wall rides, 50 50 grinds. Like, I love 50 50 grinds. And, like, that was, like, that was it. You know, like, it was, like, that's what people were doing. So, like, I definitely had something back then that was a little bit different because yeah. it was, like, East Coast. And I think he liked the, like, the rawness of it. Hell you know, yeah. dropping in on rooftops and shit like that. It was, like, yeah. that time of, like, jump off. It was just that time, I guess. So, like, that was, like, the kind of skin that I was always pretty good at. Yeah. Like, trying to find some weird shit to drop in on or grind. Or... Kind, of, kind of go back to what you were talking about, like, people you looked up to. Like, for you, for me, it was you guys. Like, at Solstice, like, I didn't even really know anything about skateboarding. I came from New Hampshire, where I didn't know shit, living in the trailer park. I remember to, that. To New Bedford. And then Solstice was around, and you guys were making videos and stuff. And I was like, holy shit, like, you can do this? Like, what are they, like, what is this, you know? And then I always wanted to be a part of it. And your parts always stood out to me because you just grinded big rails. <laughs> that was, you got yeah. some big-ass rails. That was, was one like, of the other Instagram. That, yeah, that was from my friend Storm. Let's let's get a question in so we can said, get uh, How come Piva can 50-50 any rail? Yeah, that's Stormy. Is, and that's my buddy. Stormy Pruitt. Well, you know, that was, like, even... I was in the torque video, so, like, and it was just really me sending footage, and when, like, Thomas actually told me that I was on, it was pretty awesome, and we didn't even get that many boards, you get, like, three boards every, like, three or four months, Yeah, you know, like, and, and it wasn't big, but it was East Coast, that's why I picked them over, like, Good Times, because Good Times was, like, sent me a really nice package, but I knew, like, that I wanted to do something on the East Coast, so, like, I, you know, when I got in the video, 
Big Brother said something like, Craig Piper really likes the 50-50, because I like the 50-50 everything, Hell but I yeah. can't do it anymore. I can't 50-50 round rails. It's just like, too many falls, man. I'm 36 years old. What the fuck am I going to do when I Did you grind the one behind the New Bedford High? The triple kink? Yeah. I would grind every rail. That's all. And that was really the issue. Like That was kind of like how I yeah. got into restaurants, because... 50-50s weren't good enough on handrails anymore. Like, you had to do other things. You know what I mean? You had to, like... I was trying to, like, get in on that, like, real big skate, and then all of a sudden it was kind of like, man, all of a sudden, you know, people are kick-flipping out of 50-50s and into, like, into tricks. Kick-flip frontside, board slides. When that started coming out, and, yeah. like, when John Hoisington did one in the very first Solstice video, I was like, man, I'm gonna fucking I can grind break it. out. I gotta break... <laughs> That's when I broke out the freaking no-prob plan. I think <laughs> it was right. It was right around then. That's when I went to Plan C. I like to call it. Okay, that was probably D at that point. But you know, like I can't do it anymore, Stormy. I can't grind fifty fifty. I can't fifty fifty rails anymore. But I can do it on just about any ledge. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I mean, that's like a timeless trick. Dude, the rail in New Bedford High, Ramsey. It's like five kinks. And it's round and crazy. Like it would to the today. Yeah, I hit every kink, man. Today it kink. would still be. Nice. And I busted my finger on it, man. I dragged a piece of plywood up there. And I tried it all afternoon. I landed two of them, but like the way that I landed on it, like in, it's actually in the video. I on Vimeo or whatever that site is. Some, is that Vimeo? I think it's a Vimo? high five uh, it, technology. Like, I land, I land, and I kind of like shoot out. Nope. Oh, careful for the mic. That was actually the way the fall sounded. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. Dink. What do you that got? The... What do you got, Rams? You got another one? Hold on, let me get my fucking. I got a question for you. First of all, John Davies says Piva is the man. So. Yeah. Um, Raymond Pichardo. Sorry if I butchered your last name. Top. This is a few questions, but I'll ask the first one. Top five favorite rappers. Rappers, huh? Yeah. Jeez, I don't even five? listen to that much hip-hop. It's got to be Easy e Easy e Okay, that's Easy e uh, All of Souls of Mischief. Sick. All three of them. <laughs> that's, um, that's four. You need one no, more? no, no. That Souls of Mischief is one. So okay. it's Easy e Easy e Okay. Souls of Mischief. God. Public Enemy. That's one. Yep. I'm counting Flavor Flav and Chuck D as one because that's a... They're the career. Hmm. I don't know. Let's say. Yeah, no, in, 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 uh, let's just throw in Justin Slayer. Bieber in, in Slayer. There. Okay, Slayer. No, Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. I got another. Uh, I don't listen much. Hold on, Let me finish this one so we have it. Um, what would you do with a million dollars and a week to live? A million dollars and a week to live. I got kids, man. I don't know. I'd do something wicked awesome with them. Yeah. Probably spend it all like on a, on an island. You'd go to Disneyland? No, I'd probably, yeah, like, get, I'd probably take all like my family and go to an island. Sick. R- you know what I mean? Hut up until that shit ends. And just buy like yeah, a bunch man. of cool stuff. Eat some raw seafood, you know what I mean? Uh, Tom Hanks status? Yeah, yeah, Tom Absolutely. Hanks status. Maybe, um, I mean, I wouldn't be that gnarly, but you'd only be there for a week, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably still have batteries in my <laughs> cell phone after a week. I don't think it'd be Tom Hanks style necessarily, man. I mean, it's a million bucks, too, you know what I mean? I'd go yeah, yeah. fucking pimping, dude. Yeah, fucking I, would go, I would go lodge, you know what I mean? For sure, you know, like... No, the whole the whole nine, you know, um, generators, the whole thing. The last part of the question is, why did dinosaurs go extinct? Wow, well, this guy, he's got freaking, he's allowed to ask one 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 question. Yeah, yeah. Why did dinosaurs come extinct? That's a legit extinct? question. I heard smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I heard smoking cigarettes when <laughs> I was younger, but you'd have to. Did T Rex yeah. smoke cigars? So yep. he, he couldn't faster. even reach his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know, <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, he was yeah, he, so fucking pissed. <laughs> They were eating everyone else just to get some of that nicotine <laughs> that was in their lungs. Yeah, like, fuck this shit. He died from secondhand smoke. So <laughs> yeah. all the other dinosaurs smoked. 
And the Tyrannosaurus Rex has died. Because he was the tallest, it just went right up. I to think him. we just hit a new new high for the Shetler show. I think that was the most retarded conversation we've ever had. I'm good for that. that. Was awesome. You should have known that that <laughs> was going to happen if I was going to. I gonna... think that kind <laughs> of explained uh, that. Dude, you know what? Like, I go from one thing to another. I bounce all around, and it's 95% of the time foolishness. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's usually just some. You know, talking out of my ass. I'm just piecing stuff together from what I've but, seen on bathroom walls and but just experience to show how on the tracks. How much humans don't really know. I bet in like two years from now, there'll be like some scientists like new founding, new finding. I was uh, dinosaurs died yeah. from cigarettes, yeah. menthol. It was yeah, Newport. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what? The, we were talking about this the other day because they're like, who? Do, how can they really know that dinosaurs were millions of years ago? Well, we really don't have anything that happened in the last, you know, let's say like 4,000 years. Yeah. So dinosaurs can very well be only like 10,000 years old. And we as humans think that we're making up this time. Like, oh, no, millions years ago. Millions yeah. years ago. You know who what knows, I mean? Like, who knows? We, we, I wonder how they come up with these A time bunch frames. of scientists right yeah, now yeah, but, out there listening are going, yeah, these guys be. are fucking idiots. They probably, weren't in the middle? They're probably, but they, you know something? <laughs> we're going by, a, we're going by a, a system that they created. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, what, well, they're a million years old from the timeline that we made up, you know? Yeah. Like. I'm glad. I hope they are, because I'd hit, hate if there were dinosaurs now, like eating all of us and smoking yeah, well, there are a lot of prehistoric, oh, we'll prehistoric fish. We there are a lot of prehistoric fish still out. Yeah, you know dude, what I mean? alligators, horseshoe crabs. All the all convenience that. stores would be sold out of cigarettes twenty four seven. Dudes mm. wouldn't be able to get any. They'd be fucking crazy. Dinosaurs would be smoking shit up. No, they have to be a race. No, the them. army would take care. Maybe like zoos, you'd go see dinosaurs and shit, like yeah. the raptor exhibit. Yeah. To, Birds are the only pe- the only uh, animal or whatever reptile that is like left over from the dinosaur period. That's what that so- I read that somewhere. No, dude, alligators. I don't know. Well, most dude. of that stuff, yeah, that stuff I is really, know, I mean, there was like forms of horseshoe crabs. What it was is like evolution. Horseshoe crabs. Horseshoe crabs. I thought you were gonna go like turtles, no. but. No, well, she, dude, there's, this, there's this one fish I can't remember what it's called, but some Portuguese guy catches one every year, like around Portugal. Oh, the sea robin? It, yeah, no, it's got that like real like it's almost like an armory kind of head to it. Yeah, it's a real big fish. It's crazy. Those things are still around. Dude, sea robins are no joke. I don't know if they're yeah. prehistoric, but they fuck shit up. All right, let's get another question. We can't. Yeah, stay this on one's going going again. back to hip hop. Snagbird says, "Can you name the?" Uh, Original four horsemen of the NWA. No, that see, that's not going back to hip hop. See, the NWA is the New World. I think was it NWA and yeah, New oh, World. Oh, is that friggin'? I think it's a, it's a wrestling. It's a wrestling. It thing. is the, the NWA. Yeah. Those four horsemen was wrestling, and you see, like th- that's my buddy. This is awesome. Like that's my buddy. When I first went to California, his, his name's Dennis, and he was out there, and he was awesome awesome and he did like the best pop show it's ever and he, we were like got along really good because he was portuguese and we both like wrestling but i was way more into wwf and he was into like the nwo or whatever it was but i know the nwa had to have been it was rick flair i know he was in there no that's not the original no but what i think it, i know the original dude he's well, gonna really what is it go nerds <laughs> scott hall aka razor ramon yeah kevin nash aka diesel wow uh <laughs> This is embarrassing. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk came in, right? Is he? He original? was in there when it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I think he like was like, the original. I'm pretty sure he's an original NWO. Yeah. See, I almost that was him. when he got the beard black and left the mustache white. Mm. Get it right, because there's gonna be people on Twitter three. calling me out saying we're wrong. Well, if Dennis, what about if, Ultimate Warrior? If, Den- no, no, dude, if Dennis listens to this, but like I thought it was like Brett the Hart. real original members were like the Ric Flair years. It was like Rick Rick Flair and. Uh, his crew. Oh, really? Remember, like, because they would like run around. Yeah, but I was awful at that, like NWA stuff. I was so much more into WWF. Every like, kid gets into wrestling. Like when you're little, Once. every kid likes wrestling, and Even then you now. grow up and you're like, "Fuck, dude, what yeah. was I into this for?" It's like acting. It's like soap yeah. opera. It was way better. It was way better back in the day. Yeah. Like, it was just like not as. Ultimate Warrior and Hulk I know Man. Sting. 
Remember he went yeah. all like I think it might have been like yeah it, 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 like Rick Flair like sting like oh Lauren. I don't know Dennis I don't know he's gonna like tell I, I don't know dude I got a question from Jason I don't know how to pronounce the last name Robital okay and he that's said, another one of my friends did he like Elvis Costello when he was young and he's saying that because he was like one of the first skateboard kids that I looked up to and he used to like bully me a little bit and make me buy things that was skateboard related yeah so he was like dude. I was on the bus and he goes, dude, you, you like you skate skateboard now, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you like skateboard music? I was like, shit, yeah. He doesn't like skateboard <laughs> music. Like, yeah, I like skateboard music. I didn't even know what it was. I just knew what like people would wear and like there was like little sections of magazines that had like band names. Yeah. Like Corrosion of Conformity and Bad Brains. Stuff like that. Like, and all those bands are, like my favorite religion, bands now too. Yeah. But like, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, Elvis Costello is uh, skateboard music. And I was like, yeah. And I kind of I remember seeing an ad in Thrasher Magazine for like Elvis Costello's spike tape. So he got the tape and it, it was, wasn't was great. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing what he wanted. So he sold it to me for like five bucks and like it was skateboard mag, like skateboard rock. Yeah. And I got home thinking it was going to be like punk rock and it was Elvis Costello, which is, <laughs> which is Elvis Costello was punk rock, but not like in the not classic. Not like traditionally. Not in the, like the, the, in the classic sense of the word. I mean, he's punk rock, but his music's not punk rock. <laughs> he's punk rock for the radio. He's punk rock, yeah. yeah. You got a question, Ramsey? Yeah. This one's from uh, Tara, Anthony's fiance. Says uh, New Bedford is a, has a harsh line between the middle class and uh, straight broke. You're in the heart of the city now with no problem. How does it uh, give back to the community? You know, like, uh, I think we give back by basically being open. Yeah. You know, and like really, like, I mean, besides taxes, I mean, I pay a shit ton of taxes. Too, well, like, so. me, me and Tara, me I'm and fixing Tara, potholes and me you know, and Tara like, were talking, and we we're like, I, I was like, I know that Pilot hooks up some of the homeless people that come hang around the shop and whatnot. Like, more like, than I, Buffalo more than I Bill. need, more than I need to. No, it's Buffalo. And you give up Buffalo well, Bill, know, and there's a lot of dudes, like, even me, you hook me up with burritos yeah. and like a lot of local community and stuff. Well, that's just because I was always broke growing up and just want to, like, hook hook people up, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't really try to hook the homeless up too much. Like, I get to know them, like, they're friends, almost. Yeah. Like, Buffalo and Linda and Mo Dog and like if they're Kylie homeless. Burgo. Like, these are, like, yeah. if you are listening to this show and you go downtown, you know these bums. Yeah. Like, these guys are, like, classic people, you know? And I would, one day, I'd give them a dollar, and the next day, I'd throw them out of the shop. You know, it kind of depends on what mood I was in or how drunk they were in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, one day, yeah, he got a free burrito, and the next day, he almost got punched in the face. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was, that's how bums are, though. You know, like, bums are bums for a reason. You got to treat them on how their highs yeah. going. But, I mean, like, to give back to, like, New Bedford in general, just, like, just being open. Yeah. Being open, successful man. in New Bedford. Yeah, like, showing, like, people back. that, like, hey, like, you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody thinks, everybody thinks it was really easy, like, as far as, like, the shop is concerned. You know, everybody thinks like that. It was like, I was like not born into it necessarily, but like, it was like easy. You know, you how did you like all of a sudden I was successful. All of a sudden one day I woke up and I was successful. Yeah, how, how did you, you hit the lottery? lottery? Start, no problem. Yeah. Like the first step. Borrowed money off Jay and Granison and Solstice. No shit. Yeah, they borrowed, loaned me 2000 bucks and we got our rent. Man, we started it so awesome because it was small and it was me and a business partner, my friend Matt at the time. And we had the idea. I was working in the building that the shop is the shops are in like that no problem and solstice and like all of our businesses and it's basically i i kind of consider it like part of our building even though we don't own any of it yeah uh, but it's like our corner you know we started hanging out there and the shop moved there and i was working as like a maintenance guy like a schneider yeah kind of like fixing things up and then the a space schneider. became available and uh, i talked to a friend of mine who was like a really i knew he knew him really well and he was like, a hard worker and a good cook so we like just kind of threw it together. Like, we literally borrowed money off anybody that would loan it for us. I mean, I can't remember what we originally borrowed. But I didn't have any kids at the time, you know. Like, 
he didn't have any kids. We were just two young kids that had nothing else to really do, nothing else to lose, nothing to lose. So we were like, let's do it. So we like just forged forward and bought used equipment and we needed more money. We got more money. We bought some stuff. We ran out of money. We were still working. So we were like putting our own money into it. Yeah. And like when we opened up, we didn't have a soda cooler. Yeah. We didn't have a cash register. Like we didn't buy a cash register because we didn't have the money for a cash register. We literally opened up with $109 yeah. left in our bank account. And so the day that we opened up, it was like, like open, open or close, you know, we needed to open. So we opened and then we had like a soft opening one night. It was a Saturday in September and then we were closed for two days and then we reopened for like regular See. and we've been pretty much open since. How so long like, was that? Like seven? That was 10 years ago. 10 Holy years? Shit, was 20, really? Yeah. 10 years ago. Damn. We were just saying time is, flies. Dude. Yeah. It's insane. Holy yeah. shit. I feel like it's still new. That's what's it's, awesome. Well, you know, that, that goes, I think, with, like, me always, like, doing stuff to it. Like, it hasn't been, if it was the same, same old spot, maybe it would be, like, a little yeah. old feeling. But since it's expanded through the years, you yeah. know, and that was just out of necessity, you know. And since, you know, since, since like, expanding, you know what I mean? Like, that's been, like, how it's come from, like, me being, like, a young kid who owns a taco shop to, like, a owner. restaurant Founder. shop owner yeah. with, like, you know, 29-plus employees and. Yeah. Having to deal with like insurances and taxes, yeah. giving right. back to the community it's with taxes. <laughs> Do you make a conscious a conscious effort to employ skateboarders? No, it just it just that happens way. that way because there's a curb out front. So usually, like <laughs> if I see some kids skating there for more than four or five days, and I need a dishwasher, like and they start in on dishes, and then they you know, usually I try to make them cook, and it just so happened that because it's like skateboard oriented, because like you know. When I was traveling skateboarding, trying to be like a sponsored skateboarder and, and do that whole thing, yeah. it was working in restaurants. So front of the house, I learned. I was a server, a bar back, a busboy. I was a busboy in a really great restaurant in San Francisco called Pier 23. And it was like, that was awesome. I learned a lot there, you know. I learned how to work, like, drunk there. <laughs> we were drunk. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's the, that's the business, you know, getting beers, getting a little bit too faded out and, like, still being able to smile. Yeah. And, like, customers are kind of getting drunk by the end of the night. And it's just, like, a good time, you know, like... And it, it was just like cooking and working in restaurants. So when I came home to, uh, and skateboarding, like I realized everybody was kick flipping into 50-50s instead of just 50 50 <laughs> oh, yeah, You can't do it. It was, all right, what am I going to do now? You know, so restaurant came, like How the, the idea. How long were you in San Francisco for? Off and on, like two years. You know, I'd go there, I'd come home, I'd go there, just traveling. You know, I was like, I was pretty good at being a nomad. You know what I mean? I didn't need a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have like, you know stuff you know i didn't buy you didn't even buy computers back then i mean yeah. i bought like records it's easy stuff. to travel around and do shit when you're free of all that yeah, bullshit. yeah. i can't travel now you you back. Back. Oh, yeah you're trapped yeah. now <laughs> i can't even go to target right now with my whole family without planning for like a day like i have to be like all right do we have everything that we have you know what i mean like i moved to california one time on a moment's notice like within a week somebody had a ticket that they didn't want and it was back before 9-11 when you can just jump on an airplane with somebody else's id so yeah. my friend had a round trip ticket one time to san francisco he flew from San Francisco to Boston, and he had the back trip from Boston to San Francisco. But he was just trying to get from San Francisco back home, and it was cheaper to get the round trip. Yeah. So I bought the the trip back to him in a week. He goes, you got to leave Wednesday. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I already get left over there. I went there for six months and stayed with some people down in the Michigan Was district. Maxwell out there? No, he was in San Diego. Oh, okay. That You're was all like north. San Diego. I, I liked yeah, it up north better because it was a little bit more like East Coast and grimy. And like I lived up there a bunch with all kinds of... 
all kinds of different people. Got to meet some awesome people. Hell yeah. Got to like watch skate videos one day with Julian Stranger. That was pretty cool. What? That was pretty cool. Damn, sick. I tried not to fan out too much, but the whole time I was like sitting on my hands like a little kid, like, holy shit. He's talking <laughs> about Jason Dill. I was like, wow, oh, man. That's awesome. He likes Jason Dill. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, I was seeing his board. Where, right there. Where is it? Stranger. Oh, yeah, that was sick, dude. I love the North. I love San Francisco in general. I don't know like how people can go out there and just not want to like skate all day yeah, skate all day awesome. and eat Mexican food all night yeah like that and that was it too like you know the, the burrito shop is kind of like it it came from it came from skateboarding because like while I was skateboarding going out to California where's what's out there to eat like where does yeah. everybody go yeah, everyone goes right like, to burritos you don't go out to California and like not end up at some burrito shop within the first day because of being out there honestly like out here it's missing that yeah. Like we're not not in New Bedford now, but like everywhere I go, it's like in California. Is, you can is, get it any little town. Yeah, you yeah. can go to a good taco spot because yep. they're gonna have it out here. It's like you got to go to fucking Chipotle. You got to like dry yeah. bullshit. Yep. Here, it's all you gotta, out here. I mean, if you want, yeah, if you want so Portuguese good. food, you can get it all over the yeah. place around here. You're not gonna find it out there at all. Yeah, but out there, man, just oh, Mexican restaurants. Speaking of Mexican food, what is it? Thomas three thousand said, "What's up with the corn pop?" And when is he going to end? <laughs> uh, that's not Mexican. Can't talk, yeah. That's not that's Mexican. Not a, that's, uh, that's not for anybody. Pipe used to party a little bit back in the day. Next question. Next question. I got a question for my brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, I used to hear rumors about this guy showing off some stuff. Um, I used to have a problem with being naked. I used to get nervous <laughs> about being naked. Yeah. And I'd want to like take my clothes off when I'm getting drunk. And that was really, I think back about it now, it was just me trying to get like, you know, comfortable with my body, man. You're comfortable Ain't nothing now. wrong with that. Yeah. I'm comfortable now. Um, my brother, Sam Shetler, wants to know. I'm comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> he said, to start, I'd like to state the obvious. Your varial flips are one of a kind and have made, <laughs> me, made many hype, including me. Which brings me to my question. Did anyone inspire you to do buttery varial flips and or instead... Whose Vero flips do you appreciate? That just that would go back to Tim O'Connor. Yeah. Again, Tim Tim O'Connor is awesome because he did one. He did one in an uh, underachievers. Yeah, and now it's stuck with you. Yeah, I always liked that trick. I used to be able to do a switch too, man. Only a few people can pull off a legit varial flip, and in, in my yeah. experience, see, I disagree. I think everybody can do it. No, I think I like I, I like the trick that much. I think no, that like I, I think there are some people that do some really crappy ones where they no, kind of like rock it yeah. and they're really low. But like when somebody, it's a really when somebody does like an awesome one, and they got like nice looking legs. I mean, it's almost nice like a three sixty. Well, that, that's what it is. Like, if, you know what I mean? If they if they're like if their legs aren't like stupid out, right? shitty, yeah, not even that. Just like all they have to do is do it like remotely right, I'll give and you not have like a little crappy flip one. Here's my list. Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson, yeah, he does awesome ones. Steve Nasser. Yep. You're in the list, Craig Piva. You're Thanks. up there with those guys. And uh, who's the last one? Roma? No. Sorry, Roma. I'm not it is Matt Field. Matt Field. Matt Field, thank Matt you. Matt Field did I awesome like, ones. I was going to say Matt Pales, but I think Tim O'Connor did awesome Tim ones. Bobby Puglio does a fake fakey one in La Luz, and that, like, is awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Go ahead and pull out the lose. You remember that? I was that in, was so great. On That was video was so awesome. I was in the video. That was the, one of the last great East Coast skate videos besides the stuff that like Five Barrel puts out. Like, but like, remember like it was that time when like Static was coming out yeah. and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like that video Those was awesome. really, really great. I was, Static I was, is more like worldly video now. It's not even an East Coast yeah. video. Like their first videos like Cigar City and stuff was awesome. Me and Chris Trembley shared a part in La Luz and uh, to be honest, I felt like I did not belong in there. Because Bobby Puglia was in the video, and I was like... Dude, he had I, the I ankle had... pot, though, right? He had the last part? Yeah, he had the last part. part. But I shouldn't have been in that video. I'm thankful. Thank you for letting me be in there. But no that way. dude, I that was... was like, you, you, you and Chris were, like, up-and-comers back then. You guys weren't, like, the 
the old timers now. You know I feel I mean? like I like, fooled someone and like got lucky because that. That's what skateboarding like, is. That's skateboarding it. is getting lucky. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like getting lucky and being a hard worker and somebody seeing something in you. How many good kids are there out there? It's like there's it's so like, many. It's like basketball nowadays. The odds are getting crazy to yeah. make it. You know. That's well, why in those companies they do your sponsor tapes dirty too. Like Antoine said, they just throw those things away. Yeah. So to find someone who actually wants to like watch it. It's hard, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's why I used to call up all the time. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, even you gotta then, do something different. Even back then, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you had to, like, just, I was just trying to, like, stand out from, like, the other kids. And there wasn't even a lot of kids out back then. Like, nowadays, I can't even imagine, like, that's what I think the problem with skateboarding is kids get to that level where they're like, hey, I ripped. Look at me kickflip this entire set of 15 stairs. But they don't have any depth to their skating. Yeah. And they're not going to stick with it. They all, like film like they don't film anything they don't try they just sit there and on their thumbs and wait for it to happen i think they kids too think that if they just skate good and they just send their footage like they're just gonna get hooked up what they don't yeah. know is there's like a lot of leg work mm-hmm. you gotta do like i i didn't get sponsored for a long time i had to drive out to california make connections on meet people, dime, right? yeah on my own dime on meet own people dime. i had to enter every contest and try to do well in everyone yeah. i had to like get interviews i had to get fucking checkouts and this is all by hustling on my own no sponsors did that shit for me i just like met the right people to shoot with i did whatever it took to get there and that was before i got sponsored yeah. you know what i mean nowadays kids think you send a tape kid, people are gonna look at it and be like yeah let's hook them up yeah there's very few people, people gotta know and care about you too to like want to really hook you up yeah. like so a lot of that's through interviews and video content and like getting to know someone like nowadays tricks are just tricks if you don't know the individual and what why they do their tricks then you're not going to stand out because everyone can do tricks now. Yes. So it's about it's more about your it's tricks and who you are. How you and put your how you, how you put there. stuff together. Like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to you have to really be better than just good. Yeah, you have to be. You great have to be nowadays. like really really good. I don't um, even know how kids do it nowadays. It's hard, but it still happens, dude. People get out there. And well, that's people a, are getting it has to up, happen, like, but it has to happen because skateboarding will die. Yeah, unless if there's like no unless there. unless people bring the stoke. You know what I mean? Like bring yeah. like this kids that are. Looking at pro skateboarders on videos, and they want to be like that. Like they want to like they they want to skate like that. You know yeah. what I mean? They just get so stoked that they run out in the middle of the street and try the switch flip cricket grind on their box, and they just try it all day long because they seen Josh Kalis do it or something like that. But when Josh Kalis gets too old, there's got to be somebody that's going to take Josh Kalis's place yeah. to stoke the next generation. He'll never kids. get too old. That's true. Like, He's yeah. This tray flips forever, dude. No yeah, he is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah. then you know, like people will, and then like, but that they need to. There needs to be, like, another generation to come up to keep kids getting stoked and make kids, like, want to go out and buy their board and, yeah. you know what I mean, and therefore support their company, you know what I mean? So I that's kind of what you're trying to do. You're trying to basically be, more than ever, like, the kind of skater that people, the kind of skater that a company is going to want you to skate for them because kids look at you and they want to skate. Yeah. And if kids look at you and they think that you're stupid and they don't, like, your tricks are just, like, boring, they're not going to remember you, therefore they're not going to remember the board you were riding and they're not going to go to... And uh, and honestly, nowadays, I'll give you the true, honest advice is like, don't try to copy anyone who's sponsored right now. Because, dude, you're just going to be like a recycled copy of that dude. And it's it's the same shit over and over. I'm bored. I'm saying get weird. Like, be you. Be original. Just do whatever the hell you want. Like, fuck it. If you're going to try, you might as well just be original. You know what I mean? Don't try to copy a P-Rod or whatever. We already had a P-Rod. Let's get some exciting shit. Back in the day, I feel like skating had way more variety. And now it's Mm. like... Now you got like different clicks, you know, where I think well, it just like needs to be weirdos. Element. You got everywhere. like the different elements. And that's yeah. always kind of, it has actually always been there, but it was in there in the 80s because everything was punk rock. Yeah. Skateboarding was the uh, was the image. Yeah. So now there's different images that go with Within skateboarding. It, yeah. So before skateboarding was the image and that was what you tried to be, 
now like you you know what I think is cool about skateboarding now is like it's got you can be some hood rat from the projects and yeah. get a skateboard and people will be like oh look at that dude skate and then granted like you'd get beat up back in the day but like now there's a, there's a a company that kids will like you know some punk rock kid that's sitting there in the suburbs he's like oh my god I, I want to you know, I love Corey Duffel or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, oh my god, like, I love DGK. It. You have somebody that you can like relate to. Yeah, you know what I mean, awesome. and like and like want to strive for it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's awesome. Skateboarding has always been about having the misfit misfits and all different yeah, types yeah. of people in it. You know, and that, they try to like box it in and try to mainstream it and turn it into like a commercial product. Like have a bunch of the same dudes out there. But hmm. I feel like people who like skateboarding and pick it up, even now, I don't care how much they try to make it a sport. Even now, I still feel like it's for the oddballs. It's for the yeah. awkward people, the weird people that don't fit in and just want to do something different and, like, fuck, fuck society. Like, mm. even still, to this day, even as mainstream as they try to make it. I have this hundred, I call it the hundred kid theory. It's like a hundred kids are going to start skating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seventy of them are going to quit regardless, no matter what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're going to be left with 30. You know, now those 30 kids... Like, they, they might really start skating. Like, they're really going to, like, adapt it as a lifestyle and start skating and maybe filming, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, let's say, like, 10 or 15 of those kids are going to, like, you know, maybe put videos together and, like, put stuff out but never get sponsored, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're going to, like, slow down skating in their later on years, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to be left with, like, 15 kids that are really going to adapt it as, like, a lifestyle and keep on buying skateboards yeah. into their 20s and then 30s. Yeah. yeah, and then adapt it as a lifestyle. Like somebody who's going to skate forever. Like I got the bug, and I'm never going to quit. I'm going to be frontside five zero in the freaking mini ramp at the local skate park with my kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, if there's a hundred, if there's a hundred <laughs> kids that started skateboarding, you're really only there's only going to be like ten of those kids left over that are really going to adapt it as a lifestyle. Yeah, I've seen that like so many times just with the with the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, with like the my own local scene here, like kids that skate, and I remember like, dude, that kid was awesome. That kid dolly heel flip dose with a handrail. You know, like, what is he doing now? He's changing tires at Joe's Tire. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's four-wheeling on the weekends, you know? Like, and he was good. Like, he was a good kid. You know, he was, like, the, one of the best kids, you know? Life is crazy like that. Like, sometimes, you know, those 15 kids, they just had the desire and passion to, like, hang on to it. And the yeah. other ones, like, And maybe one of them is going to, like, get sponsored. Yeah. Like, one of those kids is going to get sponsored. There's tons of dudes that work nine-to-fives, but their passion is just to shred with their homies at the park or wherever, that's, you know? So it's tough. That's, like, the key, I think one of the other keys to surviving those like skateboarding is like because you need to sell product you know what i mean yeah. so naturally they're gonna have to like do like the lifestyle kind of stuff but like for actual skateboards for actual decks yeah you're trying to like get lifetime lifetime supporters of companies you know what yeah. i mean like you're trying to get like that guy that old man that started skateboarding like some kid that started skateboarding in 2000 you know yeah. what i mean he's already like it's 2013 here if he's not sponsored yet he's not going to get sponsored but he still likes to go to the skate park on the weekends and shred with his buddies. And he needs to go home and buy a board. And what board is he going to buy? Yeah. What board is that guy going to spend Hopefully his money on? Board. Hopefully a Shetler <laughs> board. You know what I mean? But, like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, they, you know, like, some of these guys, like, they've been riding, they've been riding toy machines since. Yeah. Hey, I, I got a toy machine in, 19, in 2004 and I'm sticking with it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, anti-hero, you know? Like, Dude. It, it's hard to, like, it's hard to keep people, like, loyal to your brand. Yeah, I mean, that's another reason why I did the podcast is because I feel like the more people know about the individual's pro skateboarder, the more they're going to become a fan of you and want to support you. So I feel like on my podcast, we talk about real shit. So anyone who, you know, how often do you get to have a conversation with your favorite pros or people that yeah, you're interested talk, in yeah. so, and learn about them deeply? Because otherwise you got to read the interviews and it's like not many people are keeping up with magazines and whatnot so yeah. this is like an easy way like okay you get to learn about your pro skateboarders you get to learn how they feel and 
what their ideas are, what they think. Like, I'd rather buy that dude's board if I back him because I know who he is as a person, not just his tricks, you know, a little more depth to that individual. Do you have another question on the Insta before? Yeah. I want to make sure we get those all done, and then I have my own questions too. Oh, uh, Tony Ritter action. He says, how does it feel owning the best restaurant in the East Coast? Yeah. And Definitely. What, what is the secret to being successful? Oh, that's a good question. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty happy that anybody thinks it's the best restaurant, you know, like. Dude, so many people do. You know, like, I get, uh, you know, I, I try not to get it, like, make it go to your head because then it's going to, like, yeah. kind of go to shit after that, you know what I mean? But I think, like, as far as, it's a lot of work, you know what I mean? I mean, man, I've got so much stuff going on over there that's just driving me crazy. Like, I need a new cooler, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here. My new cooler that I got only a few years ago, I just got a picture that was broken, you know, like it really is constantly like basically just going forward and doing it like it sucks sometimes, you know what I mean? But you, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got it. Somebody's got to go in there eventually and like paint that bathroom because the bathroom's looking like shit, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to do that right now. It's just constantly like realizing that it's like a lifetime's worth of work and like if I want it to have longevity, which I really, I want my restaurant to be like the kind of place that. It, I I really only want to do a couple I want to do like maybe one more taco shop and then do like a taco truck and that's all I want to do and I want that to be like the kind of place that's going to be around for like 40 years that like like kids will bring like their kids to kind of thing you know what I mean like this, yeah. this Mexican spot downtown and the old man's fucking behind the bar and he's yelling and screaming <laughs> because some lady asked for ketchup he's you know, talking about dinosaurs smoking yeah, he's cigarettes talking about dinosaurs like, smoking cigarettes and he just <laughs> threw out a 45 year old woman because she asked for ketchup you know like that's what I want it to be like you know so like it's really like the success part is just staying with that in mind like I don't think that closing is will ever be an option for me like I'll do something else I don't you know I haven't been working that much recently because I had a, a baby a year ago so I've been kind of spending some time at home and just really running business from like my telephone on my couch making sure my son doesn't smash his face on something and just staying home but I'm always on the phone and it's like if if even that like I plan to work more eventually you know what I mean like I don't mind the hours of actually physically cooking you know I kind of miss being in the kitchen a little bit at times yeah. I like being in the kitchen you know busy Friday nights Few Budweisers going, you know what I mean? Actually, you got cranking good, some tunes, yelling at a dishwasher. You guys have too, good, you know? like a good. When you have a good crew in a restaurant, rips. I don't think it, it's the yeah, you know better than that. You know, we and that's like you know you got to work well. I mean, there's three guys cooking. There's four guys, or five, excuse me, there's usually four to five guys in the kitchen. And if everybody knows how to do their job, you know, in any kitchen you're going to be all right if everything goes smooth. Like the, the waitresses flute, and yeah. the servers are making good orders and writing good orders and. You know, we at, we're well stocked and everybody knows what they should be doing and doing their job, man. There's, we put out a lot of food. I mean, I put out a lot of food in that little, my little, my kitchen is oh, like you guys 10 by 10. Out. You crank it I put out so much food out you of that thing. You thought like opening it up? Yeah, but there's it? just no, it's just not possible. Yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible, but it's not. I'm not going to do it. It's yeah. just, I'd rather just keep my small little what's, kitchen. Uh, what's, but it's really just like the success is just staying going forward. Keep moving, change the menu, make it look cooler than it yeah. did the last time. Yeah. Make yourself like, look, make just make yourself better. Like, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's the best restaurant in the world. You know what I mean? So that's what maybe like I want it to be, That's yeah. what you know, and, and, and not even that the best restaurant. Like I want every customer in there to be happy because you know, like the way I run things is it's, it's a little bit, I don't know, raw, I guess, because like I've, I've thrown a lot of people out of the, yeah, but you know, I've done things like, you know, like you see like, <laughs> like taco Nazi style, like, Oh Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I run this thing? Get out. You know, like, I was in there one day and some girl called him a faggot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't and know I was like, I feel bad about that because I don't like to use that word. That's like that's like racial slang. Yeah. Almost, you know what I mean? Like sexual, it's a word, that's yeah. a sexual slang. 
And I'm like, nice, really nice lady. You know what I mean? And she what was, was that older? Do you remember? Because probably because we had a line of people to the door. And the phone's ringing off the hook, and she wants to play 20 questions on what comes on a burrito. You know what I mean? Like, eventually, it's like, hey, lady, you don't know what we have yet. Get back in the line, you know? Like, that's how yeah. I want it to be, you know? Like, I like it that it's like that. And, you know, but, no, it stinks. We have problems sometimes with, with, because I'm that way. Yeah. But, like, and you can be that way. I allow my employees to have a little loose fun with it. You know what I mean? And sometimes it doesn't go quite according to plan, and... A few when funny she... things get said. All of a sudden, I'm on the phone with, like, some angry lady who's telling me that, you know, the waiter or the cashier or the freaking cook was a jerk to her. You know what I mean? And and I don't know the story because, like, I'm yeah. at home making sure my kid doesn't smash his face. You know, and I'm talking on the phone. And it's like, you know, like, having a restaurant that's like that, like, that kind of is good with a little bit of back and forth kind of, like, it has its perks and its valleys, you know what I mean? Like Sometimes she, it's uh, great, and people think it's funny. Like, oh, that guy, that guy that was still a problem, told me to go to hell one day when I asked for ranch dressing. Oh, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> you know, he told me that, you know, that this was his catch, that this was his sandbox, and we're going to play by his rules. Oh, I love that, you know? And then some lady is like, oh, that guy's an asshole. He yeah. threw me out one day because I asked for ranch dressing, you know? like Yeah, that lady, hot. that lady that day when she Did said that to you. Did I throw her up? Yeah, when she said, well, I think she left, but you were kind of like beat it. And when, yeah. when she said it that I day. I love telling people to beat it. That's always t- funny. Talking about keeping it loose there. All the employees, when she said, call them a faggot, they're all like, oh, like the whole restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, hey, we it turned into get... like a your mama diss yeah. thing, kind of. <laughs> it was awesome. Man, I had, I think the best, one of the best stories that I have for like throwing somebody out of the place, like, all right, that's it, buddy. That done it. Like, that's what I do. All right, that done it. You know, like, <laughs> this, this guy came in and he ordered a quesadilla. And he says to me, he says, listen, I want you to make that quesadilla. All right. And I'm not going to buy it yet. I want to make sure that it's to my, uh, my, my liking. Because the last time I was here, I got a quesadilla and uh, I didn't think there was that much beef in it. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like my crew. My crew put yeah. those beef away all day long. They're all heavy-handed. Most yeah. of them, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, especially back then, we didn't quite have our grasp on, like, portion control back then. So I was like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like my crew. But listen, I'm going to make this quesadilla, right? So I'm making the quesadilla. And he's all, more beef, more beef. And I'm all, no, this is how much beef we put on here. He's like, oh, yeah? That's not what the uh, the owner told me. And I was like, actually, I am the owner. Right? <laughs> and he's like, listen, I got a beef quesadilla here one time, and there was no beef on it. And I want, I'm not going to pay for that beef quesadilla until I see that to my liking. And I said, hey, if I'm going to make this quesadilla, you're buying it one way or another. And then I said, uh, I was like, when did you get this quesadilla? And he goes, I don't know, like six months ago, right? And my dishwasher, this kid Earl that's been working off and on there forever, he starts laughing. He starts laughing like, what? He walks away all giggling and laughing. And the guy gets mad. The guy goes, hey, what's your name? And Earl just looks at him and goes, he doesn't have to tell you his name. And I'm making the case of deer at this point. And he's like, no, what's your name? Because I want to tell the owner about you. I go, listen, there's nothing that you can tell me about this kid that I don't already know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. he just, he, whatever. He shouldn't have laughed. But, you know, like, let's get this case of deer thing done. And he's like, you're not the owner. He told me I wasn't the owner. And at that time, I was working like 65, 70 hours a week. I was probably in my like 48th hour on a Wednesday. I was all, I put the spatulas down. I picked the beef up off the thing. I was all... Get the hell out of here. I was like, go on. Get, I'm not the owner. I'm not the owner. I was like, yeah, if I wasn't the owner, I wouldn't be able to throw you out. So I was like, get out of here. And he's like, what? No, I'm looking for the big guy. It was my old business partner. And I was like, oh, you want to talk to him? I was like, believe me, I'm a lot easier going than him. My old business partner was an animal, man. He was, was like, that? Matt. Matt, yeah. He was, a, he was a monster. Like, he was like just, he, he was a big, huge dude. And he just would throw people out some days just out of just, I, I don't even know how it happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> One second I was making a taco, and the next second some ladies getting like the old, like, all right, beat it. That was get out of here beat it you know and um 
And I told the guy, and the guy, there's this picture of me and my old business partner right next to the door. And the guy kind of started walking out, and I don't think he really thought that I was, I was really throwing him out. And he looked at me kind of confused, and I looked at him, and I kind of shoot him. I went, go on, get out, like this. And he looked up at the picture, and then he looked over at me, and then he looked back up at the picture, and he just kind of like hung his head and walked away. Uh, it was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty, it was, it was a good one, you know, and like, and... And I don't know. It was one of my favorites. It was a long, long time ago. It was That's a long awesome. time ago. You kicked. What happened with her too is that lady. She said you weren't. She didn't. She goes. I want to speak to the owner. Yeah, she didn't think I was the owner. I am the owner. I am and the owner. Goes, you know. Said something about how you run your business. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not for everybody, but it's not really supposed to be for everybody. It's you know, like I said, like the. Well, there's more people, happy. People I hope one, some of my customers. Displeased. I hope some of my customers like listen to this. I'm going to put this up on my Facebook so that way some of them can listen to this Hell because. Yeah. I get a lot of problems with people not liking the way I run. I mean, it's a loose taco shop. You come in, hey, give me a beef burrito, you get on out. You know, if you come in and ask for a beef burrito with no beans and no salsa, something might be said to you. Like, yeah. oh, geez, you're taking all the Mexican food out of my Mexican food, you know? <laughs> if you come in and ask for, for uh, coffee... And I say we don't have any hot drinks, and then you ask for tea, hot tea. You're gonna get you're gonna get made fun of. Like it's gonna happen. Like we're gonna pull your cot a little bit because it's kind of funny, you know. Like, hey, lady, I just said that I don't have coffee. You think I'm gonna magically appear with tea? You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get people like that, you know, because it's it's food service, and they get really mad. But it's like, you know, I'm just trying to get across like one of those like kinds of places that you know, it's like, like, hey, you know, you're the customer. I'm the restaurant guy. You come in and be an awesome customer and order your food awesome and know that you love the food here because you love all of it and and you're not you know, it's it's almost like, you know, it's it's like catering to people and that's how we, everybody does. Everybody like, oh whatever whatever way you want it, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just think that like listen, I made my food this way. You taking out the salsa and the beans is just absolutely crushing me because I think the salsa and the beans like need to be in a burrito. I can't imagine eating a burrito without salsa or beans. I just yeah, can't yeah. imagine it. Like, I don't even know. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. So, like, when we say something, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that's our, that's, like, the back and forth. You know yeah. what I mean? And you can choose to be pissed off and be like, oh, that guy got mad at me because I asked for ketchup or, you know, or... And if you're, like... Or get the salsa. <laughs> if you're a relaxed, normal person and I went in and I was like, hey, can I get this without this? And you busted my balls. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm lame. But yeah, 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 I know I'm an idiot, but whatever, you know what I mean? So what? I don't want any onions in my barbecue burrito. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are certain requests that obviously in anything like come, there are certain requests that are not that bad. Like if somebody asked for a beef burrito and with guacamole and cilantro, I'm more than happy to make that. Oh, that was my phone just falling. <laughs> I'm more than happy to make that because that's awesome. Like that's somebody that really likes to eat. That's yeah, somebody I want, I want to feed the people that really like to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want them to be awesome customers. Like it's a given, there's a give and take, you know, it's like you, uh, you want me to be an awesome cus restaurant owner and I want you to be an awesome customer. I want you to just come in. You got to know what you want. You know, like I have people that come in there and they're fast. They know. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's how I try to order. Like, there's this place called the Wiener Circle in Chicago. You can't even step up to the plate to order a hot dog unless you know if you stumble, they give you crap. Like, nice slice, nice slice in Providence. Like, go in that place and not know what you want. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I love that. You know, there's like... It's a cool way to do it. Well, yeah, there's those barbecue joints that like, hey, this is how we've been doing it since 1930 and you're not getting it any other way. Like, that is my... How I That's like, like it. That's like Pat's in Philly. Yeah, exactly. They man. had like a that, sign that if you don't know how to order... Yeah. Don't order yet. Like, you know what? I, I think I need one of those sides right. because, like, and, and, I, and I can take it with people. Like, sometimes old people go in there. I think they're cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, I don't want no beans in my taco. And that I can get. You know, like, oh, sure. No problem. You know what I mean? We 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 have, like, it's not necessarily about, like, what they what people order. It's more like the way that they 
the way that they want it. And they, they want me to make them up something totally different. They look at the menu, they turn around, they go, I want a steak sandwich. And I'm like, I don't make steak sandwiches. You yeah, know like, what I mean? Like, you, you were just looking here? at the menu for 10 <laughs> minutes and you want a steak sandwich. You know, like, you want me to make you something that I don't even, like, offer as food. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then you know, things get said and then somebody's getting thrown out. And that was probably the, I think that lady that you talked about was she wanted me to ring up like a bunch of different That's what together. it was, yeah. So busy Friday lunch rush, really busy, places mob, and this lady wants to make 15 different, or like, it was probably, literally, realistically, it was probably like six individual orders, and she wanted all those orders run, run up separately. And I said, lady, I actually have a policy, it's on my menu, it says, I don't separate slips. Yeah. If you are going to call in food for the office, right, you're going to call in food for the office, hey, I got a big group of, I got eight hungry ladies over here and we want to make all this food. You know what I mean? Like, don't make it nice and easy. Just be like, I want, you know, five tacos, three tostada salads, two chicken quesadillas, block on one, you know, like yeah. make it easy. Like if you call up any place and you've got eight orders that are all completely and totally specific and off of the menu. Yeah. It's, you're going to get it. You know what I mean? You're going to get like a little bit of hassle for that. Because and honestly, she make... was out of line. Like she, no, she, she was got out rude. of line. Yeah. She, she, she did, rude, got, she did get rude. And you know, like she, like. You know, like we were just kind of going back and forth, and she didn't like it. And I, and I, it was me. It was probably my like smart ass smile, that smart ass smile that I had, <laughs> like my little grin. I was like, "What? You don't like my policy?" That's what it was. I was like, "You don't like my policies?" And she's like, "No, I don't." As a matter of fact, I'd like to talk to the owner or the manager or something like that. Yeah, that was the best part. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah, but it, the proof is in the pudding with your restaurant because honestly, there's about ninety nine percent of people that love no problemo. So like, if I'd you're say in that, like, I, I, I think in now it's like it used to be ninety five. I'm yeah. like 92, I think. Now. All right, well, it's 92. I've, I've if you're it, in that yeah. other percentage, few, uh, yeah, you're an asshole. But, if you don't like it, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Pretty much. Because there's the majority of people that go in and have a great experience, and there's such a small portion of assholes. Yes. You know? Well, I mean, that, that, goes, that, that goes with, like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if I serve a 1,000 people all day long and two people are angry, I'll take those odds. Good hey, odds. I'll take good. those odds any day of the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if, like, and that's how it is. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes because we're busy and... I just got into a nice one recently with another woman who owned a restaurant. They ordered food, and then they came and didn't want it. This lady owned a restaurant. How the fuck did they do she that? She owned a restaurant, this little sandwich shop, and she ordered food. And then when she came in and she looked at the description of the food, because she was ordering, I don't know if, what menu she was looking at, but she like was like, oh, I don't want that. And I was like, well, I just made it. What do you want me to do with it? Yeah. You know, you ordered food. And she's like, I don't care what you do with it, but I don't want that. And I was wow. about to make her something wow. else. I was about to make her something else too. I was about to like take the food back. And I just said like, she asked for something else. I go, you know, you sure you want this, right? I was like, don't make me make something else. Yeah. And, uh, Rightfully don't so. make me, I go, Hey, don't make me make something else and have you not read the description this time because you didn't feel like reading the menu. I got to lose out on 16 bucks. So yeah. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand that even how like anybody can think it was me. And she got like, she goes, yeah, I'm sure. She's like, yeah, I'm sure I want that. I was like, all right, I'm just making sure. You know what I mean? So I turned around and I, again, I started making the food and she started like going like all of a sudden then she started critiquing like, it? no, yeah, she started like critiquing it. I was like, ah, you know what? Get out of here. I was like, I don't need this today. I was like, I have a long day. I was like, I don't need this today. You know what I mean? And she's like, you don't need what today? I was like, yeah, I don't need, I don't need this. I was like, go order somewhere else. I go, there's gotta be some place with the pictures on the menu that you can look at. I was like, get out, <laughs> get out. That. Yeah, get out, get out. You know what I mean? And then I got, I heard from her mother, the owner of the restaurant. It was like a big, it was like a big to do, but it was, Jesus. it was awful. And I can't figure out, I guess Technically, I don't know. Maybe I am wrong. If you, if you Maybe to, I am wrong, Ramsey. No, no way. Right. No way, right. dude. No if, way. If you had to tell someone so everyone... Numbers don't see lie. This ...and they don't know what to order, what, what, mm. would you, what would you recommend? 
Anything off the menu. Anything yeah. regular. Like, don't mess around with the, don't mess around with anybody's food too much. Like, you know what I mean? You want a little more water, Ramsey? Yeah, please. Thank I you. got this nice pitcher for a birthday gift from my wife. That's it, though. We're all out. Oh, nah, man. Somebody's going to have to pee pretty soon. I already got to go. Huh. Someone just commented on a photo that I posted of me and you and said, take his phone away. And they are absolutely right. Yeah, my phone, my phone. The thing does not yeah. stop. No. Who's calling you? I don't know. Bill anybody. collectors? Probably. It could be anybody. <laughs> no, but what, what, no, what, what, it would what honestly would be? Bur- I think burritos. Burrito? Everything that, yeah, and like if you just go in there and like you don't know anything, you should. If I go out to eat somewhere, I don't ever mess with the food because I'm there to eat, whether it be Chinese or, or Indian or wherever. Like... You're there to try something at the restaurant. Yeah. I want to know what they make. Yeah. So for people in this nowadays, like with everybody so picky, I mean, granted, allergies, I take that very seriously. Like I'll make you anything. I'll work with an allergy. But like just picky people, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, they, they I would never go into a place and order something completely different. Like, hey, how you doing? Like this is this nice Chinese restaurant. Listen, I want you to kind of, kind of make my own kind of pad thai today. Yeah. I want to make yeah. my own pad thai. You know Open your I mean? own like, restaurant. Yeah, I want to, hey, listen, I don't want the pad thai that you have. I want you to make my, the pad thai that I like to make at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so like I tell anybody, like if you go there, just order order regular and like add. You know, you don't take anything away. Add. If you want guacamole, I, I take away know? sour cream. Sour cream is one thing because you know something, sour cream is totally logical. Like when somebody's like, "Hey," because not everybody likes sour cream. Yeah, I love it. I've been trying to I got made fun of that. Yeah, they, they yeah. asked me if I was feeling chubby. Yeah, <laughs> well, that and that's a perfectly you know what I mean. Like that's that's what happens. Like people like some people are like they can't handle the dairy. You know what I mean? But like you know, you're gonna it. They know it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, they know Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Well. You're feeling yeah, yeah. You're feeling chubby. Today. And what did you owner. say? I asked to speak to the owner. No, what did you say when he asked you if you were feeling chubby? Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody asked me that the other day and I was feeling chubby. They I, mean, said, no, I, I, I just said, oh, I'm not a fan of the cream. No, but you know what? Like sour cream, I can see taking that off. You know what I mean? Like cheese, like dairy. I can see people taking dairy off yeah. all day long. You know what I mean? So this is a good, great example. This is, this is, I get this once a week. Okay. Hey, I, uh, I, I don't eat dairy. Okay, well, we have plenty of vegan stuff, you know what I mean? Like, all my beans are vegan and stuff. And so, maybe you can get yourself, a, like, a, a vegetarian taco, a vegan taco, no cow. So, if you, you know, when you don't want cheese or sour cream, it's no cow. Well, get yourself a burrito, veggie burrito with hot sauce and a little guacamole, so no good. cow, right? So go, go that way. Oh, I was kind of wanting a quesadilla with chicken. So, you <laughs> want, you literally want a cheese tortilla with no cheese, like, with just... Chicken? <laughs> yeah, I'm not... You know what? I gave you a thousand options. Why are you going for the one option that I can't make without cheese? You know what I mean? And then I'm the asshole because I won't make him a cheese adia, which is queso. A cheese adia without cheese. You know what I mean? Like, a quesadilla, no queso. You know what I mean? Like, all you want is flour, tortilla, and chicken, and then they're going to eat that, and then they're going to go on Yelp and tell me my food was bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah I had a burrito there one time, and it was awful. Like, you know what I mean? Well, what you get? I got a chicken burrito with no beans, no salsa light rice you know what I mean and then they go on the internet and they're all this place sucked not only did they make fun of me about it because I know that you're gonna go you know like, but you know the uh, the food was terrible and bland dude yeah. we, we make sure to make fun of people when we go with people and they get just a plain quesadilla yeah. we're like dude what the hell are you doing get some, yeah. Billy, like, Billy drowned he says I'll take a chicken quesadilla with cheese I was like Billy it's a quesadilla yeah. like they have cheese that you come know, on going yeah. back to what we were talking about before it's not California there's like these places Mexican food is like new to the East Coast, yeah. but it ain't that new. I mean, there's a place called Taco Bell, yeah, right? No like shit. they have quesadillas, don't they? I don't it, think any of it's real. Though. I can I can go I can go off for days on like the way us humans are evolving into like these just complete and total morons oh, that, dude, that need to order absolutely. that need to order by number. 
and, yeah. and volume. Absolutely. That's it. I want a number five, make it extra large. You know what I mean? And like that's the it drives me crazy. Like I can't stand that. That's dude. So many of so my friends food. just eat meat and meat and fast food. That's yeah, nobody it. likes cheese. Nobody. I mean, nobody likes vegetables. Yeah, you know, everyone wants to take vegetables out of the out of their diet. You know, like ah, uh, crazy. I only like rice, cheese, sour cream. It's all I like. It's like Idiocracy, the movie. Nah. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, I don't remember it well, but I, I've seen half of it. Just yeah. everyone gets dumber in the future, and just like, oh, I yeah. saw that yeah. Mike Judge movie. I had yeah. I had a serious question for you. Um, since Ramsey actually, he wants to open up uh, his own thing one day. Like, what's your mm-hmm. advice to someone like a Ramsey that's like, you know, no, he's, you know, he's starting Looking from scratch. Do, yeah. Like, how, like, what's his, what's your advice? <laughs> Get money. Get money. Honestly, because after that, I mean, if you got somebody that's like, if you have money, I mean, you can do whatever. But if like, you're trying to, like, work on a budget, it's just used equipment. Yeah. Hustling. Hustling, trying to get the do as much of it as you can. Paint, you know what I mean. Like you, obviously, you've spent all the money on plumbing. So if you were gonna, like, that kind of depends. Like I get that a lot. People really come to me a lot and they're like, "Hey, I want to open up." Probably once every few months, somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, I've been thinking about opening up a restaurant or a coffee shop or a bar," and they ask me, "What do I think?" And I don't even remember because I did it so long ago. Like, yeah. well, I don't know, you know. Like I did it like so so long ago. Like, what would I need now? What will you need to open up a hundred person restaurant or a five person restaurant? Like a takeout spot, or are you going to do a drive through? Are you going to do what do you what do you you know what I mean? Like well, you kind of but like for anything. Truck. Yeah, I'm trying to move talk, to a truck. Uh, not talk yeah, to talk my truck. first idea was a, a restaurant, but I feel like I could still have a different job and work a truck. truck. Well, you know, like the ultimate. I used to think that too. Like in the restaurant, like oh, I probably still if this doesn't like you know still work someplace else when I first opened. Because really, when I first opened up, it was so small. It was almost like having a taco truck that yeah. stands still. It was. It but, was small, yeah. for sure. But, like, you know, like, the whole idea behind a taco truck, I've, I've done a lot of research on this. I think taco trucks are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that if you have a restaurant and you have a taco truck, it's hard because you have to fill the restaurant up with food and the taco truck up with food. And you have to, like, you know, like, I, I thought about getting a taco truck, but it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Like, I was too busy down at my shop to like worry about taking the food that I desperately needed because I only have so much space I'm worried about taking the two salsas that I desperately need on a Saturday yeah. and throwing it inside of a truck that might or might not do very good that day so I, but I think like that to get an actual if that's all you were doing a starting like, point yeah if that's all you were doing like I'm doing this taco truck this is going to be my thing I think it's a little bit hotter out here because we don't have like those places like they have in San Antonio where yeah. it's like taco truck every fucking night of the week that's like Eight trucks. All That's how it was parked. in New York. I yeah, yeah. Had, you know what I mean, dude. Like taco trucks locked yeah. down. Yeah, I've it's, been to that spot in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. You know, like I, I only know of it because well, I've been to a spot about it one place. Yeah, like that. Well, a lot of a lot of cities have that. Yeah. So it's like that's one of the things that you have to do. But you really like to do a taco truck only. You need like a kitchen to cook this stuff in. You know what I'm saying? Like you need like a place, like a home base to fill up that truck in. So a lot of these like high end chefs that are getting out of culinary school that start a taco truck. You know, a lot of them have like a place to make this food. They fill up Pressure the truck. Yeah, 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 you home gotta home prep it system. at your home and then fill up the truck. You know what I mean? Like these trucks don't have a wicked lot of room. Yeah. Though. So how much how much storage are you gonna be able to put in there? You know? And you gotta like I've, I've thought about it. I would like to do in the, like another restaurant and then a truck, but I want to do a truck mainly to do like a lot of catering. Send the truck out like Thursday um, and Fridays or Friday and Saturdays to the beach and then nighttime. Dude, that's catering. what I was. Or thinking. like you know like in the winter time you can just go do some catering like. Somebody has a party of a hundred. You know, they got some sort of party going on. I was thinking of that thing trying to get out? a truck, and uh, that's it. Like, 
Because, like, go to all the bars when they close. Yeah. Just hit up the parking lots. Yeah. Or in New Bedford, they close at 2 or whatever. Am I going to have to take the phone away? Union, Is this going to no. distract from the show? No, no. Right. Just drive up and down Union with the taco, or post up right by yeah, the bars. You better like, come down Union on my taco truck, son. You better have no problem. I'm written down on the side of it. Well, he's you not going to do talk. He's not going to do You want to come down no, Union no, Street. You better, it better say no problem. All right, what is it? He went to Mexican. Look at this. The steamer's broke. Steamer. How the hell did my steamer break? I don't know. My my pellet stove just broke. No, but this is for the restaurant. This is like. All right, I'm taking it away. No, no, wait. Steam, wait. Steam table at work is broken. Your mom called, and you missed Isaiah's school meeting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, did this, you miss yeah, the school yeah. meeting for this? Yep. Hell yeah. Did we get good grades? At least you graded us well. No. Uh, A plus. Know. What's this? This is, this is account. what was said was going to happen. Take the phone away. Take the phone away. He's going to be texting the whole time. I got time. a question. Dude, this is how this is this is business. This I got a question like, though. This is I got a question. Let's right, keep got it moving. I got um was there any time when starting up like uh, a panicky time like where you're just like this every, isn't going to work? Like the dreams not Yeah, gonna both work, every time that I would ever do uh, an expansion so, yeah. like, I started out nine seats. I expanded into a little room that I fit 20. Yeah. Like, be, before that expansion, I was stressed, like, no end, you know? Yeah. And then to do the bar, like, I thought at one point, I was like, oh, that's it. We're all done. You know what I mean? No problems <laughs> done. You know, I'm putting money into this thing, money into this thing. Yeah. Liquor licenses, everything else, man. It was like... Phew. Was that tough to get, the liquor license? Not necessarily tough to get. Just it's not cheap to get. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. And right now, they're telling me that the steam table, the steamer that we... Tor- that we steamed the tortillas. tortillas. Yeah, it's broken. So is that like an immediate issue? Sort of. That's kind of a big like issue. Like we should yeah. quit the show and you should uh, I don't know. It. What else we got? Let's do this real quick. Hold on. If you don't mind me sending a text message, yeah. Um, I just had more questions about like um, the future of the restaurant. Like what's the direction you want to go with it? Like is there anything coming up that you think you're going to add to it? Like where do you see yourself in 10 years with the restaurant? Like, I hope, hopefully owning one more, another restaurant. But I want really small, like a little taco shop. Yeah. Yeah. That, that i really love to have a, a little taco shop somewhere else um, in like a few towns over somewhere. Uh, either either way. Or uh, like a taco shop and like a summer business. You know what I mean? I think that would be cool. And like just small. Just another no problem. Smaller. Yeah. And that's it, you know, keep keep the payroll down, keep the freaking electric electric down, you know, no beer, no wine. Yeah. Cause that shit's a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? Like small little taco shop. Yeah. That'd be sick. What kind of truck do you want to do? I wanted to just do like hot sandwiches and like comfort food basically. Yeah. Maybe some pulled porks. Pulled pork sandwich pork. kind of thing. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. You ever had fried macaroni and cheese balls? I have. So good. They are this really dude good. can cook, man. Uh, you ever watch? Like, you, ever, you, ever, you guys have that pizza, pizza nista place? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, like salmon, like that. Yeah. I, dude, it's awesome. Like that. I see other skateboarders own restaurants. Like I think that I know them, even though I don't. Yeah. Like yeah. I can tell though, I have something in common with them already. But like they're always posting pictures on Instagram with yeah. their macaroni and cheese pizza. Ooh, yeah, shit, so I just good, saw man. that the other day. Damn. Yeah, that kid. place looks awesome. I love that. I like the way. I really want to get out there. One of these days, when my kids get a little older, I plan on going on like a food tour. Like just drop, uh, like going out to California. And do you eating, watch food shows? A, a lot of food shows. Yeah, I watch a lot of food shows. I don't like them. Yeah, but I watch them. Like I love the Anthony Bourdain. I, yeah. he, he, I actually like. He's, he's, he's cool. awesome. He's cool. You know what I mean? But, but that's because he's like a punk rock New York guy, yeah, he's, drinking he's, drugs, sex yeah. everywhere. He you know pulls I mean? no like, punches. For yeah, sure. his his books are pretty cool. Like I don't read much, but I read some of his stuff, and it's pretty awesome. But like his shows are always really good. You know. I love that that bizarre foods, even though I don't really like the host that much. I haven't that, seen that. He's like he's eating like bugs and just weirdo eyeballs. And oh, it's, shit, it's you know? Anthony Bourdain's and, buddy, the yeah, ball no, guy, yeah, Andrew the ball Zimmerman. guy, Andrew Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah. Zimmerman. Yeah. Um, I pretty much, but like all those travel shows, like I get hooked. Yeah. Dude, hey, 
I call them speed bumps, you know what I mean, when I'm flipping through the channels. <laughs> speed bump, got to slow down at this, and then there's the stop sign. Oh, I'm watching this. That's it. <laughs> Slowing down at Anthony Bourdain, and then you find out which one it is, and then you just get sucked in. What and, about, uh, do you have any regrets, or are you just no, stoked? No. No, what I, I, not necessarily regrets, but I never, like, made it in, like, a skateboard magazine. I've gotten, like, more notoriety in, like, my restaurant business, being a restaurant owner that's a skateboarder, than I ever did, like, in actual skateboarding. You know, like, I've taken a bunch of photos in the past, and they just never made it. Yeah. So, like, that's one of the things I'll, I'll do it one day. Like, something will happen. I'll hook up with Kareem or something like that. Yeah, yeah Take a sure. photo or something, you know? Dude, we'll just do a collabo. We'll do a world, uh, we'll do one of my boards. We'll do a no prob, like Nick did, no prob, Shetler board. And then we'll have an, an ad where it'll be a split ad. It'll be you doing a Vero flip. How about if it's Vero flip 50-50? Uh, that's kind of like the <laughs> bag it, though. I really, no, that's kind of like giving it up, though. I need to get it, like, the trick-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need it to be, it needs to be legit. Like, it needs to be, like... <laughs> Straight up, like, this photo was good, this trick was good, this is what we're using, you know what I mean? It's got to be, it's got to be legit, because then I'll be like, oh, man, that's rad, but Anthony put that together, you know what I mean? It's got to be legit, it's got to be, le- it's got to be, we'll like, legit. Fucking kicking into 50 I'm working good. on it, man, I gained a few pounds in the off-season, I'm working on, I'm working on, you know, my, my weight, my figure. Yeah. You know, I'm really, I want to, like, skate a lot this summer, now that my baby's a little bit older. We're going to see another video kids. part? I don't think a full video part, but I definitely have, like, a list in my phone of play spots like phone spots like yeah. I take a picture of it and I remember the trick that I want to do there and I mean it's nothing like crazy but it'll be just like fun skating you know yeah, what I mean absolutely there was a few things though that I was like dude I I filmed a trick just recently man I got a hernia falling a hernia oh some was that the shit. Get in the, uh, yeah yeah I did like a variable over this yeah. gap and like it was really big it was like an 8 foot flat gap like Under shitty ground yeah like, off like shitty, of shitty ground you know what I mean like I was going for it that day man I paid the price busted toe fucking hernia it's some old man it's some old man shit it oh. is it is but like like I, I still want to skate a lot but you know kids and family kids and restaurant four you have four kids yeah what? you didn't see well you saw two of them when you came in I, I didn't know you were at school four, though. wait yeah. I, damn that's insane I got two of them in school right now one of them I'm missing freaking school meetings because I thought I made it for Wednesday Isaiah yeah. Dude, he has a good tray flip. He came to our yeah, contest he and he worked hard for a tray flip. He, on the he it. You know, like he's been he's been around it since he was like a baby. You know, like it's but he's just like like most kids these days. You know what I mean? If it doesn't come wicked easy, they don't want to do it every day. You know. I think he loves skating though. I'd like to think he loves skating. He looks like he maybe loves with it. age it'll yeah. kick in. You know, kids get into everything, video games, all of a sudden playing fucking ninety eight hours of Call of Duty, and then <laughs> he got into graffiti for a little while, which was funny. You know, like. Here, you know, I want him to be, I would love any of my kids to be like an artist. Well, of course, he's going to like spray paint our walls and stuff like <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's way fun in that like, way. I told him, I was like, I don't care what you spray paint as long as you can bail yourself out of jail and drive yourself away from the scene of the crime. Like, don't start spray painting things when you're riding around in your backpack on your bike yeah. in like your <laughs> small town. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, when you, well, you're, you're, you're going to do it. Like, you've probably been there. I've definitely painted or like written stuff on stuff but it was like when I was older you know what I mean it's yeah. 13 years old I'm not ready for that I'm not ready for like spray paint on the sides of walls they get you too they'll get you for a whole bunch of different yeah things. yeah oh you know what we should talk about before we wrap this thing up is your collection because you have yeah. a hell of a collection I know you have tons of world in- old world industry yeah. awards and that goes that honestly goes back to like not being able to skate as much I think if I skated more I wouldn't collect skateboards as more but like it really just like is it became like an addiction and, and I don't know they're like the, my favorite things in the world. And you just bought some off family. the Sid, you were saying. I bought some off the package just recently. He's redoing his house, so picked up some. I consider it saving. He had him like screwed up in the pit, which is like his basement in his yeah. house, 
like the pit's famous and the package had them like screwed up into the rafters and water damage and they were like like some of them had like they just had moisture in them because it's a basement man like I went down there. I almost had a heart attack. I wanted to take them all. Just like say, just give me all of them. <laughs> like adopt them. Like yeah, like adopt them. Yeah, that's how I felt it. Like I'm actually, I think I might be heading down there tomorrow. I'm going to bring him a couple boxes so that way he can put some decks in because he's just got them like in piles. And like not all of them are great, but they'll be like he, they're where old his old boards. So yeah, you know, like I, I, I don't know how how I got really started on collecting skateboards. I mean, I started collecting skateboards. What's your collection younger. up to? Yeah, I was just gonna. Ask. There's a lot. A shit ton. Yeah, one metric lot. shit ton. A shit ton? And there are a lot of shit ton? Well, I mean, there's like, there's like 90 stuff. There's like stuff that I get from like friends, like my friends' models and I don't know. Well, a lot of these are I, like coveted. Like people want these ones. These are like... I can say, well, I like anything else, man. If I want to do something, you know. I'm you're gonna, doing it right. You're doing I'm going right. to try to do it right. You know what I mean? Like I spend a lot of time at it. This isn't like overnight. Like I really spend like I consider a decent amount of time. I, I took about... Probably more time than I should even admit. Like I should probably spend that time. But like I said, I've got kids... So I'm sitting at home, you know what I mean, yeah. and making dinner. You got your phone right there with eBay, and you know I'm always selling something and then buying something else. So What's the most expensive of, one that you bought? I don't know. Or sold? There are a lot of them. I can't even remember. No. I want to talk about price. Well, you don't have to like give the number, idiot. but do you know which one it was? It's which probably one was? Lelly Barnyard. Yeah, the, 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 the Mike Lelly Barnyard. Yeah. But it's not up here. Yeah, I see. That it. was like. That well, that's like a reissue that I set up, but like we that did was, the World Industries re- reissue. Did you get yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. No, I got one. I got okay. one. Yeah, that was something, man. World Industries, because you know that company cease and desist. Yeah, World should have jumped on that pony years ago. Yeah, yeah like yeah. oh man, that cease and desist came along and made hundreds, hundreds, thousands. I reckon, like yeah, they were like because like they were like making hundreds at a time, so they make like a the barnyard a hundred of them, yeah. and then they change it. This is like a hundred more, and like. They were like all limited edition, but they were just like limited edition colors and series and stuff like that. They made a lot of money off of that. Yeah, they definitely capitalized on that. Yeah, yeah. And then World came and did like their own like reissue of the Valeli, but it was already out. Yeah. Like the like the original man. They they screened the boards too. Like this yeah. company, they were screening the stuff, but what World does now is uh they do the reissue board and then they do the shoe with it. So like Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, like the sole, the outside of the sole will be translucent and clear, and you can see the graphic on the shoe, and then on the insole and on the outer sole, and it's done really well, and it's cool to, like, you could have the board in the shoe, and it's just, like, matches, you know? Well, they have, they, they, I mean, being a company like that, they should probably cash in on some of their, like, the iconic graphics that they have. Oh, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, they'd be silly not to. It's just like Powell right now. I mean, most of Powell's, they're, they're, doing it i mean you kind of like in in this day and age you have to because there's not a lot of kids like a lot of kids are gonna be buying skateboards yeah. but there's this whole other demographic of men grown-ups yeah, that are still excited that are still oh, excited yeah. that want to skate that ron chapman reissue because they skated one in 1991 yeah you know what i mean you, this, you, yeah. you know what i mean like that that that's like a whole other other market thing, you know? it's yeah. a whole other market and yeah. to make it in skateboarding now you gotta sell to i mean i think that you just you just gotta sell you just gotta sell to whoever's buying you know what i mean like if you want to make it as actual company yeah you gotta be selling you gotta skateboards go you gotta sell shoes you gotta sell like the stuff you can have the raddest company in the world but if nobody's buying the stuff like a lot of those smaller companies are awesome but if kids aren't buying the stuff you know what i mean you gotta find your yeah. niche and get in you there ever heard that way. instrument company yeah i've heard get by gary gary collins yeah he's like a consolidated guy he's like a buddy of mine and like his company is awesome like i think he's got one of the few like smaller like awesome skateboard companies he's got cool graphics and stuff like that but you know like up here in new england like it's in cincinnati but up here in New England, like, no, none of the other kids know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wish he could get money and 
to to, to, to distribute and sell his company because he's got a good company. You know, yeah. you got like all these other companies that are just doing awful graphics and they're and they're, they're just lame. selling them yeah, by a yeah. It because that's another thing. It's like it's just like when you're trying to be a sponsor skater. It's like yeah, I get all these rad tricks, but if no one knows you, no one knows you. But it's the same with the company. You if you got tons of awesome shit. But you haven't done the legwork to get yeah. the company out there. And it's exposed. hard to do that legwork. All it's that. a lot. I've never done it's it, but you know what work. I mean. Like I'm willing to bet to try to like have like a skate. Like you either got to decide to be a small company owner. You either got to decide like are you doing this company for like the love of skateboarding and just to have like an outlet, yeah. or do you actually want to try to make money at this thing? Because it's like two different things. You can have a Absolutely. skateboard company and like it's like your life and this is what you're putting out as like a as an outlet yeah. or you made this company up so that way you can try to make money and to try to make money at it like really like real money you know it's a tough I don't, one. I don't understand it. yeah i mean i'm sure my buddy gary isn't making a shit ton of money off this company even though like it's, it's awesome you know what i mean yeah. he's just doing it for the love of it you know yeah. like for the actual love of putting it out there you know yeah, same thing with steven fiber like fiber i don't know how he's doing like financially if steve's like paying himself awesome now or if he like but like steve is like a great example of somebody that's just always been doing it to do it like he's not doing it for money. He's doing it. He's that's his outlet. Five Burrows is his passion. outlet. Yeah, it's his it's passion. It's him. Five Burrows, Steve. You know what I mean? It's the same think, thing. No problem. Like no problem. Really deep down inside, even there's a bunch of people. It's like that's like my what I put out to the to people. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like me, my passion. You're skateboards and Mexican food, huh? You gotta sell it out. If someone you're came buying. to you and was like, "You're buying." Yeah. Hey, well, listen. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a sellout or anything like that. If somebody came to me and was like, "Hey, we'll give you a freaking four million dollars and yeah. we'll keep you on as a consultant for two and a half years," like I would have to seriously sit down and think about that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's like if somebody came to me with like real money, you know what I mean? Like I would have to think about it. Even I, if they're I, gonna kids, take man. your burrito yeah, yeah. and you put it in kids. the grocery store, frozen, no problemo burritos in every rack. Amen. I got four kids. That's all I'm going to say about that. Money talk. I have four kids. I have four kids. Four kids. You know. I got. I have a question. Last meal. Last meal. Appetizer, entree, dessert. Last meal, appetizer, entree, and dessert. Dessert's carrot cake. Good carrot cake is delicious. You know what? The meal, the whole thing might be carrot cake. (laughs) I might have to say, like, the whole thing. It'd definitely be something Mexican. It'd be like an awesome burrito from someplace awesome. Carrot cake burrito. I don't even know if it would be my burrito because I've had so many of them. It may be like a. a, Rico? There's a place called El Farlito. No, El Farlito in San Francisco. I'd want to go back there and eat a burrito. So, what is it? Appetizer, right? Appetizer for sushi. Sushi, huh? Yeah, some sushi followed by a burrito. Followed by a whole carrot entire cake. carrot cake. What do, you watch, what do you watch it down with? A dozen Budweiser's. All right. <laughs> a dozen Budweiser's and a glass of water. That's, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. New England as you yeah. get right there. Yeah, yeah, man. Older Budweiser. Older Budweiser. Sick, man. That's well, awesome. how we usually wrap this thing up is I, uh, I uh, tell to people out there how they can reach us. So for me, it's Anthony Shetler on Instagram. Anthony Shetler on Facebook and Twitter. It's all yeah. the way around. So at Anthony Shetler. And then for Ramsey. Ramsey33 Instagram. Stephen Ramsey Jr. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Stephen Ramsey33 on Twitter. Oh, yeah, he's on the Twitter game now. Mm-hmm. And hey, right, awesome. hey, if you have questions, hey, for me, or wait, I'm not going to tell you can get a hold of me. Yeah, yeah, I am. One it, sec. You're going to ki- bust no, it. No, it's, it's at the kitchen. I don't, I'm not going to give out that private information. Oh, you that's make, fair. No problem, kitchen, Friday after three. He might kick you out if you don't yeah. know how to order, though, so get it straight. Um, and yeah, please write in, add some questions. If you got opinions on the show or you want to like just say some stupid shit, go ahead, write in. We love it. It's entertaining. Did um, we trail off too much? No, no, no. We this, trailed off a lot. Of there's no such thing as trailing off. On it's point. awesome. It's I love the trailing off. Yeah. yeah, the trailing off is the best shit. Yeah. We're going to edit this, right? This no, isn't going to no. be edited this out? This is raw. <laughs> oh, this man. is it. 
Why? What did you say? No, now we're on the no, show. No, no, no. Anything? The popcorn thing? No, no, no. We're leaving that alone. We're leaving that alone. Yeah, we are? You yeah. sure? You don't want me to tell people what it is? Leaving that alone. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, take care of your kid. Go. No, I got to go take care of my steamer. Take oh, care of yeah. your steamer. And then... That sounds weird, but I'm going to go take care of my burrito <laughs> tortilla shell steamer. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, brother. You're awesome. Thanks. Uh, and we're going to go to No Prop right now and get some food. Hopefully, You might be going to No Prop to fix my steamer. I might fix it. And Billy just texted me and said him and uh, Cameron are on their way to No Prop right now. Oh, so. look at that. we got a crew going. Well, yeah. there might not be any burritos, but... Is there anything else you want to touch on? Is there anything no, else we good. missed out? You're good? That's good. Kids, skate. Hell yeah. Skate and eat Mexican food. Yep. Thank you, All right, we're out. Right. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah. Cheers.